So you qualify. I'm time for the city. My city. Yeah. Bitch up from the land till I die. Till I die. Till I die. Let's go. On the east side till I die. 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 In the hood, I'm good till I die. Oh, yeah. I see how eat till I die. Let's go. Oh, really, nigga? Oh, the 
cannot believe that. Man. There's no biggie, I'm like, pop. Get no fuck up on no cop, I dump this blicky on the spot. All the odds, they wish I'd die, but we'll put a blicky on my top, nigga. <laughs> from Cleveland too, right? Hey! <laughs> Deshaun got some money, man. Deshaun got some money, man. He robbed the Cleveland Browns. Shout out to David Modigella. They went in there with a mess. And gun, man. He He robbed the Houston Texans. And he robbed the Cleveland Browns. It's the Gems and Juice Podcast. 200 episode. <laughs> Shout out to the city. Yeah. Just putting on a little something rocket to celebration. Cheers to 200. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I was considering getting some champagne like you did, uh, uh, I think, for uh, 100. Yeah, the 100. Yeah. 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 That was a good time, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next time you in town, we got to pop it up for real, for sure. In town? I'm in town. You in Humble. I don't, how far are you away from... from the station or the yeah, city? The station. Probably about, mm, about a 35 minute 30 ride with minutes. no traffic. With no traffic. Yeah, I'm, I'm about 35 minutes away from Midtown. So, okay, that ain't yeah. too bad. That's about. Yeah, shit. Both of y'all <laughs> niggas is, is out of town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But technically, yeah. But now nah, we definitely got to link up again in studio. Yeah, man. I do miss being in studio. So, yeah, we're going to do it again soon. But. Yes, we had to get the original crew, the original three. Yeah. Back in full effect for episode 200 of the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. Wait, Jay right. French got to introduce us first. <laughs> Wait, hold on. This is lagging so much. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, Gems and Juice. There you yes. go. <laughs> episode 200. We did it, y'all. We back in full effect. Got the original three. Got the matriarch of our podcast. If y'all didn't know, she's actually a lovely lady who named our podcast for us. <laughs> yeah. The lovely Jules is joining us again. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, you guys. Thank y'all for having me. Prayers and blessings to y'all just keeping it going, doing a great ass Wait, job. Hold on. What you mean ass. for having you, man? You part of the family. <laughs> Yeah, really though. We, we, we told you you can hop on any single time, man. <laughs> you ain't no guess. No, man. That's why I said this is a party. That's why I'm excited. No, I appreciate that for inviting me. I'm excited. So, but cheers to y'all for doing the damn thing and keeping it going. That's what it takes. So yeah, man. Celebrate team team effort. My- yeah. <laughs> it's it's always been a team effort, man. It's all of us working together, and I remember. You know, we first had our first episodes. I think this what 2017. I think it was. I think yes. first yeah. linked up. We first wow, started. Yeah. I barely known Figgy. Yeah. I've known you for a little bit, and yeah, that 200 episodes later, we still at it, man. We still self-proclaimed most consistent podcast in Houston. <laughs> Yeah, yes. doubt. So, man, props to that for real. Yes. Yeah, I was I was thinking about this not that long ago. I'm like, damn, I remember, you know, we were all part time producers. 
We were trying to, uh, we for some reason, we end up in the same studio, and we'd be sitting there having a podcast, uh, just that wasn't was recording. Yeah. Talking shit. Yeah, yeah. having debates about, oh, you still a Jay-Z fan, I see, I'm taking. Yeah. Your, your Beyonce takes, you would have okay. to argue, too, because you hated <laughs> her and her breast tank. <laughs> All day. All day, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just good. It's it's crazy how uh, long of a way we came, man. Yeah, because yes. I honestly yes. thought this podcast wasn't going to last that long. <laughs> so it, it, you know, we stuck together. I mean, I can't thank you enough for even starting this. So yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. And y'all carrying it on, and you know, carrying sharing the love. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate y'all always. No, it's no. good to be back. It, it feels so good. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> now we got we got a lot to talk about and we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into your takes on things that have gone on, mm-hmm. you know, since we last talked. It's been a minute since we talked to you, so we're definitely gonna mm-hmm. revisit some things, talk about what you bump in lately, your favorite albums and whatnot. But of Ooh. course, first and foremost, we have to cover the breaking news, the news that broke today. Uh, that that uh, and I know we ain't the, typically a sports podcast like we always say. You know, y'all get enough of that on six ten yeah. and all that shit. But look, we got to cover this because it covers the city, it covers the Browns, Figgies team, mm-hmm. and it covers everybody. <laughs> the Deshaun Watson saga is finally over in Houston. Mm. A year to the day, almost when this whole shit started. Yeah, you know, it, it's finally wrapped up. Deshaun Watson, I'm sure all of you have heard now, is going to the Cleveland Browns in a blockbuster new deal he signed with them. $230 million over five years guaranteed. Mm. The Texans get three first round picks and then like a third or in a fourth or fifth, some weird swap shit. I don't care about that bullshit. <laughs> but basically, yeah, three first round first first round picks is what matters. No players. Baker is still in Cleveland technically. I'm sure he'll be dealt pretty soon to another team wanting a quarterback. But yeah, so Deshaun Watson is no longer a Houston Texan officially. We knew this day was coming, but we also had no idea it would be the Browns. (laughs) If y'all had been following this whole saga, you would basically been, we've been all been on a roller coaster lately. Right. People saying it's between the Falcons and the Saints. (laughs) He it was the Panthers at first. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody thought it was going to be Atlanta. Everybody yeah. was reporting it was going to be Atlanta. Yeah. Everybody, Atlanta made the most sense to yeah. us. Yeah. He's from Atlanta. Yeah, he's from Atlanta. He was a ball boy for the Atlanta Falcons and all this other shit. Yeah. It, was, it was a feel-good story. I thought it was going to be a feel-good story. Yeah. It, it all lined up. He did the slime thing with the YSL. He was cool with Young Thug. Migos was trying to recruit him. Like yeah. everybody was talking to him. He could have got Jilly on YSL and collaborating with all these Atlanta artists, his girlfriend, <laughs> who's trying to be a rapper now. But alas, he chose Cleveland, a team everybody, like the first team people heard he was out on. Yes. <laughs> is the team he's going to go to. He's posted a picture on Instagram. Uh, draped up in the Photoshop Cleveland jersey saying, let's go dog pound. LeBron <laughs> James, of course, is a Browns fan again. And he's saying, let's fucking go and all that shit. <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, look, y'all going to hear a lot from the talking heads 
and all their thoughts on this trade. But, you know, this trade happened like an hour after in the loop. So I want to get your take, Figgy. I mm-hmm. want to get the first Figgy take of the the whole Deshaun Watson to the Browns era, man. How, number one, when did you find out and what was your immediate reaction when you find out that he is now going from the team you cover to mm. your hometown team? Yeah. So I was in the barbershop, man. I was getting ready to get my hair cut. I'm scrolling on Twitter and I ran across a tweet from Adam Schefter and it said the Browns, uh, the Browns are reaching an agreement with the Texans uh, for Deshaun Watson, pretty much. I'm paraphrasing. And my first thought was, what the fuck? Like, wait, <laughs> what, like I had to double check. Like, is this real? Is this the real account? And then I start, I start seeing other people retweet that going crazy. And then I seen another tweet from him pretty much saying this you know it's official he waving this no trade clause i'm like what i'm like i was so like i was so speechless i had to show my barber and everybody else was in their speeches like wait how because they was the first ones uh reportedly according to sources that he was out (laughs) so which which wasn't no surprise because I, i i i guess being closer around the situation I heard a lot of people say that Deshaun didn't want to live in Cleveland, which is, you know, I'm not mad at that. It's it's Cleveland. I, I ain't trying to sound like Joe Kim Noah, but you know, it's you got a you got a chance to live in Carolina, Atlanta, or New Orleans. Right. So uh, I mean, unless you strictly want to win, I don't see why you would want to go to Cleveland. So you know, no big deal. They was out of it. But everything leading up to this day just made it believe like it was Atlanta. They uh, Carolina, they got out of it earlier today. And, you know, we just knew it was Atlanta. <laughs> they was clearing. They were trying to clear space. They uh, they was trying to get rid of uh, Matt Ryan. So I'm thinking like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, it's over. You know, let's, you know, we might as well get the promos ready for Atlanta and all this other stuff. And then that just came out of nowhere because it'd be one thing if, you know, rumors start heating up again, like, oh, Cleveland back into it. Or Cleveland, they trying to make another offer. But it just came out of nowhere, like, done deal, it's Cleveland. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because a lot of people was on, you know, saying how Atlanta, they can't mess this up. Like, it's no way in hell he going to choose something else unless something crazy happen. And yeah. they they pretty much uh, blew a 28-3 lead, man. <laughs> Like it was, it was done. It was a perfect story. He was, he's from Atlanta. He worked, he worked for the Falcons as a ball boy. He was actually throwing the Matt Ryan at some point, and and, and it, it's it's unbelievable, man. I I can't believe it. The Browns finally got their franchise quarterback. I know it's not really popular to say because he's going through a lot of uh, legal stuff, but man, it's 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 insane. Um, unfortunately, I don't live there anymore, so I can't feel the energy. Or that's all I'm saying. It sounds like you're more bummed of him leaving Texas than excited for him to be in I, your hometown. I'm actually, so I'm actually bummed out at what they got back in return. So they yeah. they got three first round picks. They got like a a, a third round pick in the fifth. So I thought I thought they was gonna get like a couple of players. You know, yeah. more draft picks, but it seemed like it didn't really cr- cripple the Browns at all. And and on top of that, they paid Deshaun way more. 
So yeah. I think the Browns, yeah. I think the Browns won it. I, I am relieved that it's all over in Houston because this shit been hanging over our heads for a year now. So yeah. Yeah. so now we can finally move forward. But you know, me not being in Cleveland, living in Cleveland, it don't really it don't really hit me as much as uh it will a, a Clevelander. Because here I'm covering yeah. the Houston Texans and that's kind of what I've been focused on. But I'm I'm actually happy for the city. I hope the Browns do well. And um this is probably their first actual franchise quarterback. I don't think he gonna I don't think I don't think he's gonna be sorry or nothing. But no. um I'm happy for that. Yeah. I'm a I'm a yeah, I'm happy for that. I'm a little disappointed in what the Texans got, but it's a it was a lot going on, so I mean it is what it is. I I'm just glad it's kind of over. <laughs> yeah. Now I gotta ask you this because the Texans host the Browns this upcoming NFL season. Deshaun Watson will be marching into NRG Stadium, <laughs> Public Enemy Number One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He will be booed relentlessly. <laughs> yes. Probably the entire game. You probably never hear NRG louder as it's going to be when Deshaun Watson comes back as the quarterback for the Browns. Yeah. What side are you on, Figgy? You got to answer. Are you going to be booing Deshaun Watson like a real Texans fan, or are you going to be choosing your hometown team and cheering for him and his success? I mean, they're probably going to win that game. (laughs) If Deshaun Watson's playing at that point, they'll probably win. But – which side do you want, Figgy? You got to pick a side, man. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I got to cop out, man. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the media, so I'll be there with the Houston Texans in the Texas shirt. I'll be judging the tailgates and all that stuff, and I'm gonna just be in the press box, being professional about it, man. I won't be cheering for any team. I'm gonna be super professional. Oh my god! <laughs> nah, 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 but <laughs> honestly, man. With me living in Houston for so long now, I I kind of became a Texans fan first. Like I, I know they're not the best team, and there's a lot going on, but with me working here and covering the Texans, it made my life a lot easier when they win. Whenever they win, it's always a good week at work. Whenever they lose, it's just so negative. It's so down. And it kind of put me in a rough mood. So I, I will, to be honest, the, the I was, I think it's safe to say the Browns will probably get into the playoffs with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. The the, the Houston, yeah, the Houston Texans probably not going to make the playoffs. So I wouldn't be upset if if the uh, Texans um, beat the Browns with Deshaun Watson to kind of give them that Super Bowl, that regular season Super Bowl win, and you know everybody walk around proud, but. Yeah, so I I would I would probably say I hope the Houston Texans just pull it off just so they can, you know, be proud to, on that Monday morning or whatever they play. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be a primetime game. You haven't released the schedule yet, of yeah. course, but I'm sure it's going to be either Sunday night football, maybe Monday night football. It's definitely going to be a, a primetime game. It better the be. Texas didn't have any last year, I don't think, so <laughs> you know, there'll be something new. Yeah. Uh, now, Jules, you are a Carolina fan. Um, the team that Deshaun Watson did not choose. I know y'all were apparently in the running pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you disappointed? And how do you feel about the whole Deshaun Watson saga in general? Well, being a course, woman, of course, I was disappointed all across the board because 
when the story first hit, let's go all the way back to that. I didn't, mm, I'm always trying to look at the benefit of the doubt and guilty until proven innocent. But as that number kept rising, it's like, okay, Deshaun, as great as you are, we got to listen to the victims and, you know, yeah, I had to support them. So the whole incident is crazy because I've spoken with you guys about it before a little bit, but just why? Someone so talented with that much, you know, up to your name. I don't understand why you have to do that. But I mean, excuse me, my phone. But he, as talented as he is, come on, anybody with Carolina, because of course I was so happy when we picked up Cam again. But <laughs> that didn't end too good. <laughs> ooh, it did not end too good at all, to the point to where he looked like a gimmick. So we just need some. We need some type of help. So yeah, to for to. For us to even get close to Deshaun, I was super excited, but damn it, Cleveland, I guess they just had the better chance. But, you know, we still got a chance, so we will see. But as Deshaun goes, I'm just all over the place. Oh, you good. My dog. <laughs> but as, like, I think Deshaun's going to work out, and we, we still have our tools, and we still got some good um, – we're still in a good position as far as the draft goes, so – I mean, as far as that goes, I think we'll be on crossing my fingers that maybe we'll get back on track because we are kind of in the same boat as Houston. At one point, it, that's how it sucked because at the end, y'all were catching up to our record. I'm like, and I was causing <laughs> <I was a laughs> mad shit at work, but I'm like, I can't even talk stuff anymore. But it's 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 crazy just with everything that went down with him for him to come off with nothing. It's just. Was it, what's the story? What's the real story behind it? That's, I mean, that's the real question. It's just like, did he, did he not? Was it exaggerated? I mean, what, what, what's y'all's thoughts on that? As far as, like. That, that's a good, that's a really good question because I'll admit, I've been completely confused at almost every step Deshaun has taken since last year when he first demanded the trade. You know, we knew he was upset with the franchise. You know, they just came off a four and 12 season. Things weren't looking good. J.J. Watt was soon get off the team. Of course, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins for some scraps. Fire Bill O'Brien. For him to just go through that one bad season and say, I want out, was confusing to me, especially when we heard all the quotes. We were at his, you know, we we saw his uh, contract extension. And we saw the speech he gave talking about how much he loves this city and mm-hmm. wants to deliver a Super Bowl to this city. We paid him a lot of money. Well, the team paid him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. For him to say he wants out, for the allegations to come, for him to go through an entire year, and then remember midseason, say he wants to play in Miami. Yeah. The team at that point was, that was just as bad as the Texans. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. So when that happened, I'm like, okay, he just wants to live in a better city. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to – the team doesn't matter because the Dolphins were terrible. They were like 1-7 and seven at that point. <laughs> yeah. And they, they ended up better. They, they still fired Brian Flores, but they actually had a better um, end of the season. But, yeah, they were a terrible team. And he wanted to go there only, it seemed like. So I was like, okay, I get you now. You just want to live where it's popping. So I was like, okay, that's what that's what Deshaun really wants. That's why I thought it was definitely going to be Atlanta. Yeah. And he was just making all this stuff, you know, trying to bid them against each other so he can get right. the best contract out of it or the best whatever out he wanted out of all them. 
But for him to choose Cleveland, now I'm just really confused. Because <laughs> no offense, Figgy, who willingly moves to Cleveland <laughs> when you've been in a city like Houston and you've been yeah. around this night, like you've been around this city. Like, what people went to Cleveland to play, to play with LeBron. Fair enough. In the NBA. But once he you was gone, there like, win. they were miserable. Yeah, you go you go there to win. <laughs> You're not going there yes. because of the uh, the beach and all that shit. Yeah. So my, my conspiracy theory currently is this. Basically, I think when Cleveland pissed off Baker by even talking to Deshaun and meeting with him, they went into panic mode. They're like, okay, we have no quarterback now. And Baker's not going to play. So whatever Deshaun wants, we'll give it to him. <laughs> and I think Mulligetta was trying to push the guaranteed money. And I think the Falcons were like, man, I don't know about that. You just quit yeah. on a team and you want us to give and you guaranteed money and all this not, shit. And let me add this real quick. Not only that, but I don't think any other quarterback have a guaranteed contract like that. Not that much. That's yeah, the most that's ever. That's the most, yeah. So – that's Five cra- years guaranteed. That's crazy to anybody. I think if it was Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay would probably be like, wait, hold on. No, nah, I don't know about that. So it was kind of insane. <laughs> what, what does Pat Mahomes have? I thought he was close to it. No? You don't have a guarantee? Not, not that much guarantee. Yeah. He yeah, got like I, a damn near a 10-year contract, though. He got a long yeah, contract. Right, 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 yeah. right. So the, I think Cleveland just got extremely desperate when they realized they don't have a quarterback now. And they got to sell some season tickets, and they done pissed off their fan base because they like Baker over there. Some of them do. Yeah, some yeah, of them I'm about to say it's split. About it's split yeah. down the middle. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, basically, they got. I think they just got really desperate and said, "Okay, whatever you want, guarantee five years, two thirty. It's yours." Well, even and this is the shiesty part about it. They know he's going to be suspended this year. Yeah. So yeah. they shifted it so his base salary is only $1 million in the next foot in NFL season. Yeah. So if he gets suspended like six games or so, that's only like $500,000, Yeah. Of $230 million. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so they so did he, that knowing that he's going to be suspended. Yeah. And they said, fuck it. We'll do whatever it takes right. to yeah. get him to Cleveland. Yeah. So, uh, so, every, uh, so for each game he's suspended, I think he's just losing like 50 grand. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's a fine, man. That's, that, that's a fine for taunting, yeah. basically. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I, I, I think that's my conspiracy theory. The Browns just got extremely desperate. And they yeah. went places that the Falcons wouldn't go in yeah. terms of the new contract. Absolutely. And that's how they got them. So yeah. and, and it's, it's no way that he could turn that down. <laughs> yeah, it's all about that at the end of the day. It's all about the moolah. So, yeah, he just had to go with some fits. And the saying goes, you know, uh, why the same reason you left is going to be there when you get back. So he might have just wanted to try something new. I mean, it's home. The South is home. So maybe he just wants to go somewhere where they barely know him and he can create a whole new identity. So, I mean, you just never know. I will, I will say this with Cleveland being a smaller city, he, he can become King, man. If he, if he could get, if he could get to a Super Bowl, he, they might be comparing him to LeBron in Cleveland, man. Because Baker who? Baker what? They're already saying, they're already saying Baker who now. (laughs) 
and, and <laughs> right. step on the damn field. Right. But if if Deshaun can bring a Super Bowl to Cleveland or even get to one, man, LeBron might have to move over a little bit, man, because football is king there. And yeah. you know, and they look at LeBron as the man. Some of them do, but if Deshaun can bring that, he can. He will be the man. He will. He wouldn't be able to. Um, man, he could do anything he want in that city. They might yeah. make a damn massage. He'll be able to do anything, man. He's your own personal masseuse right here. Take your pick. Whatever IG girl you want, man. Whatever. Now, Figgy, I got to ask you this, though. You, I mean, of course, you don't live in Cleveland, so you can't really check the temperature of what everybody's feeling. But I've been looking around on Twitter, man. It seems kind of mixed. I think the loudest voices are saying they're displeased with this, to say the least. Um, some people were Baker fans. They thought he was a guy who meant well. Like I do think he had love for the city. Mm-hmm. I, I do think he was very well liked there. I think he enjoyed playing for the franchise. You know, he fell off a cliff, yeah, play wise last yeah. year. Some of that was because of injury, but he 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 regressed definitely. But I do think he did have a lot of love for the city. I think the city had love for him as a person, maybe yeah. not so much as a player in the last season. But then, I, I mean, he had a, he had a decent fan base, and I, I've seen mixed reaction. I've seen a lot of people in reply saying "fuck it, get Baker out of here." We heard the radio <laughs> hit Cleveland. They saying "Bob Baker." Yeah. I've also seen a lot of high profile people say "nah, this ain't it." Yeah. So uh, from what I know, Twitter ain't real life. So yeah. what have you seen in like your circle of people? Like what's the temperature from your fellow Cleveland folks and how they feel about this whole move, man? So all the people that I know and and the people that's in my timeline pretty much that I kind of know personally, they want a quarterback, man. They want a franchise quarterback. And we did have some people that, that said Baker, you know, he was hurt. They, you know, we got some Baker defenders saying he was hurt last year, give him another chance, and he a good guy and all this other stuff. But um, I think a lot of people turned on Baker because of his personality, man. He got right. he got yeah. that personality where, you know, if you winning, you the man. But if you losing and you still got that same attitude, exactly. then you're going to look like a piece of shit and people ain't going to want nothing to do with you. So that that's, that's how my boy that's how my boy Cam too. Like, dude, you yeah. gotta prove yourself, man. You're doing all this talk, yeah. Prove it. And yeah, yeah. Baker's definitely that way. Yeah. Sure. And I think I tried think, to do OBJ. I'm sorry, but he tried to do OBJ like that. But so for him to go Odell to to go to the Rams and take the Super Bowl, it's like, boy, Baker yeah, it is not yeah. looking good. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's like, you know, he like he was a good dude. I felt like he he was a right fit in Cleveland personality wise, kind of that underdog and people don't really look yeah. at me like this. So I'm going to prove them wrong type thing. But if you ain't winning, man, that that shit look awful. So yeah. I, so I think I think Cleveland, um, I said this before, I, I had no idea. I didn't think they was going to get uh, Deshaun Watson, but I did think they had to look into trying to get him at least because he was on the market. And, you know, you clearly needed some type of upgrade at quarterback. I, I just think it would have been a disservice if you didn't even look into it. To me, that that would have been a bad mentality. But it it worked out right. And I think Deshaun, if he, you know, 
a lot of people feel like, oh, he got to get himself together type thing. If he get himself together, that he could be the man in Cleveland, man. He could he could really take over, and um, yeah, outside of Houston, man, I think he he might be that good story, kind of yeah. kind of like that Michael Vick story. If he you know get get himself together, I I don't think it's gonna be that. I think, and even with Michael Vick, there are people that still hated him, yeah, but yeah, at least yeah. with Michael Vick. Michael Vick was a true comeback story because he hit rock bottom. He went to prison. Yeah. And if you think about it, like, look, regardless of what you think, like we said, we don't know what happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't know any of the details. We weren't there. Mm -hmm. So it's just their word, Nas, and whatever. I'm not going to get into all that. But basically, I think people would have felt better if there was some kind of punishment. If something like if something because everybody loves the comeback story. Everybody loves. I'm not saying he should have went to prison, but something had to happen where it's like, okay, I'm down. I, I, I done served my whatever I punishment, my beard, yeah. and now right. I'm back right. with a new right. team. I'm going onward and upward. Mm-hmm. But there's not. I mean, honestly, if you take away the fact that his name has been drugged through the mud and, and called a rapist and all that stuff, this worked out better for him than he could have possibly imagined. Yes. Honestly, this whole thing is the best thing that's ever happened to any player. He got if you think about it. He got more money. He yeah. got more money. He got paid for a season he didn't play. Yes. <laughs> then he got a new contract for even more money. And didn't even play. <laughs> hadn't, hadn't played. That reminds me of that line at the end of uh, uh Cameron's freestyle on BET when he said four million from Sony. I ain't sell a record for him. <laughs> That's Deshaun, 230 million. Ain't even throw a pass for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he don't need to. Guaranteed money, man. Like, yeah. and that's what's pissed people off. It's not just the fact that he's going to Cleveland. He got like it's the fact that it worked out so perfectly for him that it's almost like the allegations he, helped him. He kind of got, yeah, he, he he got rewarded. rewarded. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. He's been rewarded. Yeah. So I think that's what's making people pissed off. If there was some kind of punishment, if he had to, you know, sit out for years and then come like if there was some kind of punishment to where he lost something and then came back, I think people would be more on board with it. If he admitted some sort of wrongdoing too, maybe. Yeah. But the fact is, and like like I said, we don't know what happened. He could right. be innocent. But people are just mad at the fact that he got 22 women said something happened. And then he got rewarded for it, basically. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, I think that's what people are really pissed off about. But I mean, that's life, man. Yeah. That, do, like fucking. How do you feel? How, how do you feel about what the Texans got for him? Because I thought they was gonna get a couple players. I thought they was gonna get yes about three first round picks, three seconds, a couple third. I thought it was gonna be a lot to the point it would cripple a franchise. But the the Browns not really crippled at all. If you if they had to sit out the draft for a couple years, but it ain't going to do nothing for them. Yeah. Not getting any players. is crazy. Like I'm not going to say I wanted Baker on the Texans, but I wanted the option to at least flip him <laughs> for more picks. Right. Yeah. Like we could have got something here, man. Like, you know, they have to deal Baker now. Yeah. Why couldn't we have gotten him and then giving him to wherever he wants to go and got some more picks on top of that. Like, why was this even discussed? 
was even possible? Or did uh, Mullah get it just strong arm him and say, hey, we're only going to cut the no trade clause for Cleveland. So either you trade us or we're going to sit another year. <laughs> man. I don't know, man. But yeah, you would think that there would be a conversation to get more than that. But mm-hmm. it is what it is, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, the, the, I, I can't say. I, I can say I'm disappointed, but I also understand why it had to be that. Because mm-hmm. he has a no trade clause, and ultimately he had the leverage here, Deshaun yeah. Watson in his camp. So I understand at least we got three first round picks. Yeah. He, everybody said that was the bare minimum, and we got that. Yeah, so I'm yeah. cool with that. But I understand why they couldn't get more. But I was hoping we get more for a player of his stature, who is as yeah. young as he is. But I think, and two, I think a lot of people on social media, we kind of set this high standard of. Hey, who got the who got more leverage? Like, no, Nick Casario got the leverage because he ain't got to do yeah. nothing. And at the end of it all, man, that no trade clause ain't no hoe, man. Because yeah. because the yeah. Browns that wasn't the best offer that out of all the four teams. The the best mm-hmm. offer probably would have came from Carolina. And <laughs> and a, clear, if if he would have got traded to Carolina, they would have had the sixth overall pick, probably some other picks. And some uh, a couple good players, so that's why I suck. I, th- I thought it was in the bag. I really did think it was in the bag at first. I yeah. I like, so <laughs> yeah. So it show you that you know if you don't want to go there, a trade is not happening there. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate for the Texans, but I th- I think the good thing is you know for Texans fans is over. I know people was tired of hearing about Deshaun. They was tired of all the drama and stuff. It's finally. I thought you meant. I thought you meant the career is over. The team is still over, and it's. Oh no! The, the the Deshaun Watson situation is over. <laughs> so um, yeah, you ain't got to hear about um, yeah. like all the case stuff is all on Cleveland now. So I guess yeah. Cleveland gonna have to cover all of that shit now. So yeah, one thing man. I definitely will miss is the progressive commercials, Becker's yeah. commercial. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, no, but he, I mean, Deshaun did his thing on HEB, so maybe he can come better uh, with it. I don't know. Those. I don't know. If, I don't know if anybody want to take a chance on him getting some commercials now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might have to sit this one He's, out for a year at least. Yeah, nah, he ain't getting no endorsements. <laughs> no, maybe no. that's why he wanted so much money because he knew. Yeah. You weren't going to get a whole lot of endorsements. They got to have a whole PR rollout mm. for this to even announce this because this is Women's History Month, mm. you yeah. know, and a lot of women in the media are upset about yeah. this. So they can't just announce it like, hey, we got this great guy, the new face for our franchise, put his face all on the season tickets and all yeah. on the billboards. They really yeah. can't do that with, with what's going on right now. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's going to be difficult, but people forget, man. People got sh- short attention spans. Everybody forgot about that Ben Roethlisberger shit after a couple years. That, that so he had a farewell tour. <laughs> yeah, he had a farewell tour at the end of the last season, man. Yeah. I'm like, damn. It, like, shit, it was crazy how they was, you know, treating him. But you know, nobody it, mentioned like except on Twitter, people was making jokes about it, but nobody in the media was saying, hey, convicted. Yeah, we're not convicted, but alleged. Yeah, uh, abuser. Yeah. Now I know I missed this, but is it over for Antonio for you for y'all too? Antonio Brown. Uh, Antonio yes. Brown. 
I don't see uh, him, I don't see him playing again. And, and I mean, unless the Browns need a receiver or something, and he could play for the bare so, minimum. <laughs> so after that shit, you think he still is capable of? of it's not over for I him. Th- I think he can play, but it's all about what team want to deal with that shit. Like, it, mm. like, do you want to bring that in and 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 deal with with all the bullshit he be bringing to the table? If you're a team that you know can handle that, sure. But if he if you can't play with Tom Brady, I don't <laughs> right. I don't know who you could play with at this point. Maybe maybe Pat Mahomes, but I I just don't see it, man. I think he kind of shot himself in the foot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, Tom Brady was his shot at a redemption story. And Tom Brady is the only quarterback with the clout to say, hey, I don't care how you feel about this player. Bring him in because I said so. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody else in the league got that kind of power, man. Pat Mahomes can't say that. Andy Reid will right. be like, man, fuck you. You ain't bringing that dude in. Yeah. You got $500 million, bro. Like, motherfucker, uh, you're 25 years old. Don't tell me right? what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers ain't got that clout. Like, fuck no. you. He just fought for all this money. Like, man, sit your ass. That, that was his whole beef. He was yeah. like, I'm not involved enough in the personnel. Like, yeah. like they let you let you're the quarterback. Yeah. They let, like throw the ball, man. You make the decisions here. <laughs> make plays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only only Tom Brady had that kind of power. And yeah. Antonio Brown fucked it up for that. Yeah. So nah, I think he's done in the league, man. I, I don't see it. any team that takes a chance on him at this point. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the Colin Kaepernick thing, but for different reasons. You know he can yeah. play, but yeah. you don't want to deal with what comes with that. So yeah, it's it's I a lot of it's a lot of other players that's not playing because of the bullshit they bring. You know, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas yeah. was a good safety, and this dude he got cut from Baltimore and never played again. <laughs> and it's unfortunate. It's not because of his skill. It's because of how he is as a a person. And don't nobody yeah. want to deal with that. So if teams don't want to deal with you. They ain't about to play with. They ain't about to bring you on. I, and yeah. I keep bringing up and I keep bringing up other stuff, but the Ridley situation was that too much? She the whole season? I think so, but I also understand. I think yeah. the owners put pressure on the league to do that because mm-hmm. they were already apparently nervous about the NFL getting in bed with the gambling leagues. You know, yeah. gambling is going to be pretty much legal everywhere pretty soon. Yeah. Everybody's getting into it. And the NFL did. I think the owners were scared that something like this could happen where players are betting on games. So I think they had to make an example out of him. But I think it's definitely excessive, man. It was like $1,500. He did it legally, technically. I mean, it was illegal for him since he's a player. But legally in a state that allows it, it it was not nearly as bad as a whole season suspension. Yeah, they just had know, to make a first time offense. They too. just want to make example out of it. Like, nah, of course. That's it. they want to yeah, throw the it. hammer down on him and send a, a message to any any other player who is doing that to fucking stop, or you gonna get suspended too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a bit. That yeah. was a business decision. Yeah, it had to be, and it's unfortunate because man, like you know, fuck it. It was fifteen hundred, <laughs> and he bet on his team to win. Yeah, right to win, whatever. Right. <laughs> It, it was strange, but I, I understand why it happened, but I thought it was excessive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of excessive, uh, we're going to move into general topics now, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Did well, you think enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, of the ESPN Sports Center you know, <laughs> right. rap and other bullshit? But speaking of excessive, 
Uh, Jules, how did you feel about the sentencing of Jesse Smollett? Did you think that was excessive? He got a six, about five months in prison. Now, disclaimer, he's released now. Right. They released him while he appeals his decision. Uh, but did you think that thing was excessive? How do you feel about that whole Jesse thing in the first place? I mean, yes, it, it was a raw deal, but I definitely think it was excessive because he's already served his time enough, I do believe. Um, so, and I think he's nervous about even getting that long that he won't even make it that long because that's why, and they're trying to claim that he's suicidal and that's why he made that comment that he is not, if anything happens to him, he's not suicidal because, and it, I don't want to turn this into a black thing, but I just do think, <laughs> hit the butt. Yes, I, I just think that was a bit much. He already did his time, so how much of an example do you have? To Wait, do? no, he did. He didn't do his time. He didn't. Well, did you say? Well, he's doing five months, or he did five months? No, he's no. going to. He was sentenced five months. I think yeah, he, he was in there for like five days. days yeah, and he got released. But he didn't do some before. When no. at first off, no. okay, he never did. Well, no. I do believe he should get something, but mm, five. I think he pretty much he lost his career over it, and that's probably like worse and than everything else. Maybe a slap on the wrist a little bit, but five months. I just don't think he would last that long. So that's a bit excessive to me. Why wouldn't he last that long? Because I mean, he's I mean with in the prison. Whole, you just <laughs> well with the whole homophobic like <laughs> in prison. Yeah, yeah. He's homophobic I mean, in prison. <laughs> Jules, do you know what prison is? There's nothing but men there who have sex with each other. I'm not saying all of them gay. I think you would be okay. I never, I never been there for sure. But it's all on whose card to to pull. If they pull his card and he don't yeah, laugh, he will easily become just easy to anybody, and he might can't handle that. So I, I think just knowing just. I don't know his personality. I just, I just think it's just a too much. Like it's too much. Clearly, he's going through some other stuff, and I just think that's a bit too much for him. He already just lost everything, and I think that's a punishment in itself. So to throw that much of jail time on him, I just think it's a bit much. That's me, but I could be wrong. What do you okay, think? Okay, okay, no, fair. Yeah. I, th I pretty much agree. We we talked about this last week, but yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was excessive too. We thought it was excessive. Yeah. You know, I, I think he should have admitted he lied. That's True. the biggest thing. He should have admitted that, you know, it, it, he lied and he could have blamed it on mental health like everybody does now. And right. so I was going through some things with my career and I was desperate. Please forgive me. I, I think he definitely wouldn't have got five months yeah. if he just admitted it. But the fact that he's still defiant and saying, no, this actually did happen, guys. I don't care what the evidence says. It was definitely a racist attack that happened in sub-zero temperatures yeah. where people, white people recognized me as the Negro from Empire and, and put, put bleach on me and put a noose around my neck. But clearly, there's, see, there's something not there. If you still going with this story, he is not all the way there. So why throw jail time on him? That's just, it's too much. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I almost got headline porn because I seen uh, I seen a headline saying uh, Taraji P Henson compares um, Jussie Smollett situation to Emmett Till. Yeah, I saw. I'm that. like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh no! And some <laughs> some told me to just ch check the article out, see what she said. But uh, what she said kind of makes she she pretty much was saying 
uh, it wasn't fair that the people, the, the lady who was responsible for Emmett Till's death yes. got nothing. And right, he right. pretty much lied, and he got five months. So I, I took it back after a while, but it's always tough putting that. I, yeah. I, I put Jesse mm-hmm. Smollett and Emmett Till in the same sentence. He <laughs> <laughs> don't really do it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I had the same reaction, but when I read it, yeah, okay, I get, I got what she was going for. Yeah, yeah you it, can't it put those tough... two in the same sentence, yeah. man. I, no, you can't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what else? Oh yeah. Uh, let's get your thoughts on some other things that happened earlier this year. What did you think about the Super Bowl halftime show, Jules? Did you enjoy it? Did you think it was good? I did. I did, I did enjoy it, especially when it popped up on the play because I was a Fifty fan. As he was one of my top five artists when we went back and did top five hip hop artists. Fifty is one of mine, so to see him come back. It was cool. Um, everyone made a big deal about it because of your guy, Rocket. Uh, do you think Wait, who's Jay-Z, my guy? Jay-Z, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. okay. Do you think he's making it too ethnic or too urban? The halftime performances. That's what. Because even my, I had some coworkers um, that were saying it's, and I can't believe he came out with it, but it's too black. Like the past few years, it's been you know, black performances. So so do you think Jay-Z is trying to turn it into that, maybe to get back with the Kaepernick thing? Or, like, do you think, are y'all okay with the halftime performances? I liked it, but the past few years, <laughs> it hasn't been too wrong. Too black for you, huh? Yeah, <laughs> too black, mm-hmm. not for me, but mm-hmm. for other folks, it's, it's becoming too black. Because I'm sure they turn off the chant. Well, this year, it was extremely black. Because with Janae Iko to sing America the Beautiful and and Mary, uh, Mary, Mary. Sullivan did, yeah, yeah. Mary Mary. <laughs> so it's like, uh, what? yeah, it's getting real black. So I don't know. Do you think that's the direction he's trying to go in? Or because I thought they even talked about possibly taking the title away from him of being in charge of that because it's that's what it's turning into. So I don't see it that way. Really? But I haven't. I haven't seen none of that. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't either. Yeah, I've been seeing nothing yeah. but good reviews on. I mean, you got a couple nah. people that saying Jules, Jules be on Brett Bart and <laughs> reading Fox News. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I where you get your news. Yeah. No, I, I have. I, I go in between. So yeah, I hear both views. Yeah, and, you out there yeah. in the country too. <laughs> but that's that's what. It, but I don't. I loved it because I mean, are we not entertained? You're supposed to be entertained. It's a halftime performance, and I thought they did a good job. So I had no problems with it, but I don't know. Jay Z, maybe he is trying to put a little bit of, um, because it's been rocked for so long, maybe he is trying to turn it into make it more urban a little bit, which I have no problem with because NFL in itself, as we already talked about with fairness with the Aaron Rodgers and uh, the Calvin Ridley situation, it needs to be more diverse. So maybe he is trying to aim in that direction. Still don't care for Jay-Z this this day and age, (laughs) but maybe he is. So we'll see. (laughs) I don't know. Did y'all enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, we liked it. We liked it. I mean, it's obvious that he was brought in to update the sound of these performances because like it had gotten stale you know think about who was doing it before like maroon five like some of these people were just you know when he got in he spiced it up with the shakira and j-lo 
yeah. it was like Price a Latin, with the weekend. Yeah, it was like a Latin uh, night with the um, Shakira <laughs> and J Lo. Yeah. It, it, but it, they were in Miami. You, they had to do it. They were in Miami. It was yeah, right. so, yeah. yeah. It, it, I don't think if he wasn't in charge of that, I felt like the NFL would have just got some random ass journey or something to you know do yeah. the halftime show. But it seemed like he kind of piecing together, trying to fit the right people with the right cities and the right vibe right. and stuff. I mean, I don't know what he could. Absolutely. Yeah, as far as the weekend, I don't know who because where was the Super Bowl letting in? I can, I, I uh, Tampa Bay, and I that was the best part of the Tampa Super Bowl Bay. for okay, me because that really? game was trash. Yeah, <laughs> but I thought weekend. I'm a weekend fan, so I thought he did a good job. But um, yeah, just like that, because with all that stuff going on, as far as you know, NFL with their it could be races or whatever. I think he added that diversity a little bit that it needed. But to continue it on, maybe he should throw some. They're saying maybe he could throw some country in there. I don't know. Is that what he, you want to see, Jules? I don't. I don't do country. <laughs> <laughs> but I would. I, I what I miss back in the day is how they used to mix the rap with the rock. I will Ooh, say that. I yes! hate that. You yeah, did, yeah. Kid Rock and Janet, like random people. You want to see Red Hot Chili with, bi- uh, and, with Big Boy or something? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Nelly and Britney Spears and In Sync. <laughs> Are we away from that time? <laughs> yes, hopefully. <laughs> like, that's great. Nah, that, that, that that's was a great. whack era, Jules. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was that was like when MTV was doing it, and they just yeah. put all the artists from TRL. <laughs> in the halftime show, and I think that was actually what happened to Janet and Justin Timberlake thing. That's true. Like that was one of those ones with a bunch of people. I think Missy was in there too, or something. It was a bunch <laughs> of people doing that show, but that was terrible. It should but be one person. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like this world is trying to keep it so segregated, and with that, I think it kind oh, of puts the the yeah piece that 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 it. brings us together. Nothing like Brad Paisley I, I, and. I Young thug. All right, man. (laughs) Okay, Martin Luther Jules. Travis Scott and Chris Stapleton. Yeah, yeah. Travis Scott can't perform nowhere. Right, right. Yeah, Jules trying to be Martin Luther Jules. You know, I'm all about equality, and I think. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> we we can't put you in in control of booking the halftime <laughs> show. I'm sorry. Sure. Think, but, so y'all don't think that is is black up for real? Like for real? No, it is. But look, it's number much one. Needed. It was much needed for this yes. one. <laughs> for this one, they're in Compton. I mean, they're in LA. They're in the yeah. Bay. So yeah, they did it right. Uh, but. Yeah, I think, well, I like the fact that, like you said, Figgy, it seemed like they're doing it based on where they're at and the culture of it all, like how they did with the Shakira thing. I do like that aspect of it, but yeah. I do like to fit everybody in so everybody is in the seats jamming, which I think The weekend did, because who don't like The weekend? Y'all don't like The weekend. Actually, I, I, I would say the opposite. Really? I think everybody was jamming a lot more to this halftime show than The weekend. Yeah, the weekend is one of those artists. Even though he's big, yeah. like you don't know a lot of his songs by heart. You yeah. can't sing along to a lot of this stuff. You might know the hook, right? Earned it, right? But you, you people don't know like the words to his songs to really feel it like that. But you know, when Dr. Dre and Snoop and Eminem oh. and Fifty Cent with these songs that went quadruple Timeless. platinum, yeah, like everybody knows, lose yourself. 
Yeah. Because that, that went to all ages. That's all ages. The weekend is really just the millennials. Yeah. But yeah, yeah this was all ages. And then to throw some Mary up in there and for her to do no more drama, that brought the women in. So, yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed it for sure. I don't know about Eminem, but I enjoyed it. Thought you were all about bringing the races together. Huh? <laughs> we're having a white rapper, Jules. They're huh? saying that Eminem's a clone. That's not the real Eminem because it doesn't look like a bit of Wait, what? <laughs> now we're back on the clone theory. I thought we dropped that shit with Gucci Mane. We back <laughs> on the clones again. That is, that is a clone. Now this that is a that clone. Is <laughs> now this ain't the that same Eminem. This this is a clean this is a clean Eminem. So so sell sell me on the clone theory. What makes this current Eminem a clone? His, his energy. He does not sound like him. He doesn't look like him with the whole. What is his hair red now? Like his hair know. is black. He it's dyed black. his hair <laughs> in the beginning of his career. He's not really blonde, you know, right? Yes, but it's just. just Yes, his hair looks different. He stopped dying it blonde. I don't mean he's a clone, Jules. I don't know, but as you get older, you still keep the same. I guess you just get older because Snoop is still Snoop out there, crap walking, whatever. Dre is still Dre. But Eminem is like, who is that? It just don't even sound the same. That's not is 50 Cent looks way more bloated and older. Dre looks like I don't even know. He looks old. Like he, he does, he's cycling on and off of HGH and steroids. <laughs> so his body looks weird. And Snoop is just old, like he's always no. been old. But hey, he's nah, old. I, 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 I have not heard the Eminem clone theory. That's new to me. He's a clone. I didn't, I didn't, I don't he's know. Just, he just, he could barely keep up. I'm like, who is this dude? Oh, did y'all think Kendrick fit? I no. like I liked having him there. I liked having him there. I thought he should have had more. Um, yeah. but you know, I liked having him in there. I thought it was a good addition, something newer. Um, mm -hmm. I I thought he did a good job, you know. Plus, he's so rare that it was it was even to see him performing after what it's been five years yeah. since I think we were all doing a podcast together <laughs> yeah. the last time yes. Kendrick yeah. dropped the album. Think <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah. We reviewed it uh probably episode number 32. Yeah, <laughs> we had episode two hundred now. Still yeah. no new Kendrick album. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy when you think about know. it like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't know why, because it's like, why is Kendrick? I guess he was trying to push because I did like Baby King when he first came out. Maybe he was trying to put his focus more so on him, but I don't know why it's taking Kendrick so much, so long to just drop. I don't know, but his energy was definitely. It, it was deserved. I think. I think it it went for for sure. Now, but the question is, who else? Like we're running out of people for halftime, are we not? Who who else can be? See the Rihanna. See, 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 the, see the thing is, Rihanna, Rihanna will. I think she would. Yeah. She uh, is not gonna do it. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, Rih no. Rihanna kind of woke, so I can see her decline because I heard she yeah. declined it before, right? But this was she declined it, but I think that was before they got Jay Z involved. Yeah, yeah. With Jay Z being involved, I'm definitely sure she would do it. Mm. I don't. Who else? I mean, they they were running out of people. So, but, but so but, for him to create that, I thought it was good. 
Yeah, but see, I think with Jay-Z, I don't think Jay-Z, I, I don't even know if he'd be allowed to even have a hip-hop halftime show every Super Bowl. So I think he, I think, yeah. I, I think he had to spread it out. So like for, I don't know where they're gonna have the um the Super Bowl next. But if it was like in some, if it was in Cleveland or something, they would probably have like yeah. a rock and roll thing because that's like the city of rock or something. It, it had to spread it out like that. I don't think he could do a hip hop halftime show every Super Bowl. So it it probably be something totally left field <laughs> next year. And I bet he gonna have Cuddy in that thing if it is in Cleveland. So Cuddy can be Cuddy can do uh, what's the pursuit of happiness? He could he could do that. He could do a little bit. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that they probably would never have a Super Bowl in Cleveland to be honest. So yeah, yeah, they, they're not. Yeah, they're not pl- yeah, they can they can have the All Star game. Y'all know <laughs> y'all know how cold it is in, in fucking Cleveland in February. So I yeah, and, and they don't have a roof. So I don't, yeah. yeah so that never happened. <laughs> yeah, that that would be rough. I don't think, and and there's really only certain cities that don't have the Super Bowl anyway. So yeah, yeah you got you got to be a major city to even host that bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so what else you got going on? What have you been bumping lately? What are your favorite albums of the? I don't want to say year because the year is very. What was your favorite albums from last still. year? Yeah, that works. Oh. I'm gonna be honest, man. Um, represent Memphis. I'm Key Glock all day. Paper, paper route empire. So rest in peace, Dolph, man. That took me. Oh, when yeah. Because yeah, I am true uh, Tennessee. And so I've just been on the paper route wave. I like Kenny Money and the underground stuff. So that's mostly what I've been on. And uh, I like uh, 42 Doug. So and, Do you? Um, oh. yeah. He's okay. Uh... Man, we reviewed that album. That album, we did not like that album. <laughs> now, I don't, now the album, no, but I like his. Like, see, that's the thing about me is I'm kind of leaning back into the mixtape world. So, or I don't even know what they call them now because they're they are a mixtape. They're an EP. I don't know what they consider them now. But the underground stuff, I'm really just trying to see who's up and coming. But for the most part, Paper Route, and I would say. Yeah, that's probably my biggest things right there. So, wow. but I know y'all probably on the Drake wave as always. Drake, come <laughs> on, like you said. <laughs> Jules think because she listening to some underground artists yeah. and everybody else is just some mainstream yeah, we idiots. <laughs> like we, we, we low key trashed that Drake album, honestly. Uh, but I mean, of course, there was the Tyler the Creator album last year that we oh, yeah. talked highly of. Yes. Um, I like Donda personally. I know it wasn't everybody cup of tea. I like Donda. That was my next question because that's when the whole Drake or Donda Donda won for me. It definitely did. And there's oh no, no Donda won. I still and it's been like this price is more alive. I have not completed Drake's album. The last his last three albums I did not complete. Damn. I don't know why. It's just, it's just Drake is the same. When Drake is. You hear one, you hear another. It's it's Drake, but I I want some, like versatility, and Kanye will definitely give you that. Like okay, the, the versatility that Forty Two Doug and Key Glock give you. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. See, see, that's my theory because Key Glock he definitely is redundant. He gonna say the same shit, but 
flow. He gonna switch it up every now and then. So that's, that's what, what I, I like. Drake, yeah, Drake, Drake be switching up the flow too. Stop it. You uh, making excuses just because you don't want to see mainstream no. like the popular <laughs> artist. So you're no. like, no. If you if you want to talk about mainstream, I will definitely give it to Tyler for sure. Last year because I forgot about that one, but no, like Drake is is you hear one Drake, you hear them all. I mean, Too Sexy was good, but. That no. was a pretty good song. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's it. Well, what about Thug though? Are y'all are do y'all listen to Thug? Are, are did you? I, I I have a feeling that you like that punk album. Did you? <laughs> it was hit or <laughs> no. Well, no. That my favorite was uh, what is it? More fun, have fun. More fun, yeah, uh, yeah. That was good. that was a good, really good album. Really good album. J. Cole helped him with that one too, right? I think J. Cole has something to do with that. But more more fun was my last one from Thug that I really enjoyed. Punk was like, and what are you doing with this? That whole I don't know what these guys are doing anymore when they I just don't get the message behind what they trying to do. But eh, it, he had a few, but eh, no, I wasn't how, a huge fan. How did you feel about yeah. he, he brought up J. Cole? How did you feel about the last J. Cole album? Oh, J. Cole's He's the same. affiliated with Jay Z, so I don't like him. <laughs> He's on Rock Nation. I don't like anybody on Rock Nation. What? Hey, hey, and yes to that. <laughs> mad, and I'm mad that Megan done went over there. She done signed her soul to the devil. Well, so, what? Yes, she has. Megan, they did her so wrong at the Grammys. Like, did you see that when it was like she won the award for her and Beyonce and Beyonce just took over? They was like, oh, stop the press, stop the press. This is uh, Beyonce's 100th Grammy or whatever they was congratulating. She just took the total shine from Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> do you, do you like, think Do you think that song would have won a Grammy if Beyonce wasn't Hell no! Exactly. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no! But that's what I'm saying. She sold her soul to the devil. I thought she was doing good as Tina Snow. Now it's over. She is is much bigger than she was before she signed to Rock Nation. Let's be honest about that. The Uh, music is, you can say, is subjective. But her career, her brand is exponentially grown since she's been on Rock Nation. She got her own Popeye's meal. She got all these fashion commands. She's everywhere now. The hottie sauce is here. Of course, because that's PR. It's all public relations. They're putting her, they're promoting her, they're getting her out there, they're getting her yeah. name out there, especially after that whole Tory Lane stuff. But what are you really doing for that? I mean, hmm, are you really authentic? Is she is she authentic or is she just going with what sales right now? Going with what sales? What's <laughs> gonna get your name out there? Period. That's what it is. <laughs> when you when you're a mainstream artist, that's what you do. Yes. She's gonna eventually lose that Texas feel. I feel. I think she's gonna lose. She's gonna, she's gonna lose the authenticity of it all. That's which is what Rock Nation does. So, <laughs> well, you what you lose your soul? How? how who? Okay, about- wait. No, because you be saying stuff, <laughs> Jules. You you gotta back some of this stuff up with that. I, I am telling who, you. Who signs on the Rock Nation and loses their soul? You got J. Cole, you got Rihanna, you got Megan Thee Stallion, you got thought, some other people I can't even think of on Rock Nation. Who has sold their soul after they joined wait, Rock wait, Nation? Wait a minute, you said, you said J. Cole. Who else? Mm-hmm. J. Yeah. Cole, Megan Thee Stallion, Rihanna. Uh, who else on Rock Nation? I got to look up Rock Nation artists. Rihanna? But, 
like she stopped dealing with them for me. She moved from Rock Nation because he was focused more so on Beyonce than Rihanna. And that's when she came out with the uh, uh, Needed Me album, the one with the red and the crown. That's when she started doing all that stuff. She had her own like uh, producers and stuff. She was still under Rock Nation, but she had, as far as the creative director aspect, she had her own team. But Beyonce, you know she goes where the wind blows, whatever sells. That's what she's doing because it's about the money, and it is. Because how you gonna say? And I always say this: like you gonna talk about we need women's empowerment, who run the world, girls, and then on your next album you talking about bow down bitches, and then the other album you talking you want people to feel for you because you've been cheated on with lemonade. It's like, what do you want us to do? I mean, you just doing whatever with sales. Tell the story with sales. I mean, she did. Get cheated on. She can't make an album about it. No. Like she can't talk about it. She can't go through these real life things on her albums. Did it actually happen? Did it actually so happen? You think that was cat? You think they, they made up? You think Jay-Z filmed himself getting beat by Solange in the elevator for press? <laughs> you think that, that whole like thing was scripted? That was real life right there. Now that was real life. <laughs> But let me, I do. I feel like I feel like she's just, the album is on whatever sells, and I feel like that's what Rock Nation is. Dream, I feel lost his touch when he started being an A and R for Rock Nation. Of course, Kanye, and who else? J Cole. Uh, of course, Kanye. So, yeah. so, so, Alicia, so Alicia Keys is on Rock Nation. Big Sean. Um, I ain't know Bobby Smurder was on Rock Nation. Yeah, me neither. Benny yeah. the Butcher. Yeah, Benny the Butcher. Uh, Christina uh, Aguilera, I, I ain't know that either. <laughs> uh, you, DJ and, Khaled, and, Fat Joe, um, ASAP Fur, Fab. It's a, it's and a, all of them are still authentic. Uh, <laughs> so you're saying Big Sean is still Detroit under Rock Nation? He still give you that D Detroit flair? No. When the last time you heard from him? <laughs> no. I mean, he's taking a while to make his new album. I've never been a Big Sean fan, but I all would. these artists have gotten bigger. Since they signed with Rock Nation, you can't because deny you're promoting. that. Yes, of course. So your is that out. are they supposed to stay local forever? Well, that's <laughs> like the what, thing. what is what is the alternative here? Well, that's the thing. See that that's the thing with this with this industry, man. You either stay authentic and stay your true self, or go and not sell any records and not make <laughs> any not money. <laughs> yeah. Or you get but at least you got the love of the underground. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. I, I guess. Is. The current the currencies of the world, as long as you got that, and the Freddie Gibbs of the world. See, see you, see you like the um, you like the underground people. When they get mainstream, that that's when you fall off. You that's don't when like you them no more. Oh, they yeah. change. Okay. <laughs> and y'all know, I'm like, I'm like that with 21 now. Y'all know I was going up for 21. Oh, you done with 21? What is wrong? Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. 21, 21 Savage is, is a much better now. Yeah, he is way better oh, than what he was before. He's gr he's grown. He's definitely grown, but it's, it's still. You just when don't you, like when him you being were, grown. When you, <laughs> you, don't, you don't like when people you, to grow. <laughs> when you were boosted, Twenty One Savage, he was still whispering every song. Yeah, come what do you think he played? Come on, man. He actually he's actually rapping now, yeah. nigga, and you I think you lost his nigga, soul? Nigga drinking water. Nigga drinking alkaline water now and shit. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, man, skinny jeans and and Playboy Cardi is so far gone. I can't even. Jesus, I can't even. Hey, explain see, that I thought you would like current Playboy Cardi. Current Playboy yeah. Cardi? Oh no, I'm a rock so star now. <laughs> actually, what? I actually never talked about it in the podcast. I went back and listened to a whole lot of Red. I actually like that album now. What? I like a whole lot of Red. Yeah, I see what he was going for, man. Like I, I, I That's just wasn't shocking, a, man. I'm shocked. I, I've gone back because I listened to it because I what changed my mind. I saw him perform the album like in one of those New York clips. I think I forget what festival it was. Right. But I saw him perform some of the songs, and it sounded amazing live, man. It sounded <laughs> like some real rock star shit. Like I didn't really appreciate it at first when I was expecting the rap Cardi, but when I heard his live performance, I think it was "Stop Breathing." He okay. came out and played that song. And I'm like, that song sounds crazy live. Mm. I'm going to have to go and check that out. Because, I mean, he has a few, like, Sky and um, it's a it's a live. I it's love you. Song. I hate you. It's a good yeah, song. Yeah, he got a few. But, oh, no, I can barely understand what he's saying. Now I understand he was going through some stuff with his brother. You know, his brother was murdered and everything. But, Vicky, did you like that album? Yeah. Whole I, lot of red? I actually thought it was okay. I can't remember what I gave it when we reviewed it, but I thought it was okay. But um, I think I think Rocket was disappointed, if I'm not mistaken. I was, but now I look look. I think uh, I jumped the gun on my critique because I think a lot of Cardi's music is like that, man. I think he yeah. pushes boundaries, and it sounds bad because you're used to him sounding a certain way. But you mm-hmm. go back. I think I remember when uh, everybody was making fun of Die Lit when he dropped that yeah. album. Everybody yeah. was like, man, what the fuck is this bullshit? And a few months later, classic. everybody was saying, oh, it's a classic That's album. That's a classic. That's a classic. <laughs> so, the same thing happened with Whole Lot of Red. Everybody went back to it and realized like, it was actually pretty good, man. So I changed my opinion on that. But, but, but it's, it's, it might be that high his voice that he's doing. I don't yeah, know. it's a different delivery. <laughs> yeah. It's different. I think he's trying to be more like a rock star type dude and not just a rapper. So he he's more, he's just like screaming his lyrics now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what up, Tab? Episode two hundred. Day one supporter, Tab in the comments. I see you, bro. Appreciate you, man. Been here since day one mm-hmm. with us uh, celebrating episode two hundred. We appreciate you, man. For everything you've done for us, man. So everybody who's been rocking with us since day one of the podcast, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all, and Tab has definitely been there since the yeah. get go. So mm-hmm. much love to Tab, man. He gave us our first shout out on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but back to Rock Nation. Yes, Rocket, they have your soul. So I mean for you what, to be but what to does that mean? They have <laughs> yeah. your soul. You lose, you lose your authentic like your authenticity. You just <laughs> it's all about the money. Is there no way that you can still be yourself and your creativity and still get the money? So it, it seems like your issue is that they're signing with a major label or a major publishing company. That's trying to change you to get the message across. I, yeah, I mean, I don't think they try to change anybody. I think they try to market what they are. Right, but you true hip hop. Hip hop was authenticity. So that's what it is now. It's like keeping your, still getting the message across, being yourself, and fuck how much publicity you get. You just, you know, the money. But, but see, you got. But they weren't even paid. See, they were rarely even paid back see, then. See, <laughs> see, you got to look at Rot Nation like this. Rot Nation, they got all the connects. They got a hand. They got a um, pretty much a chokehold on the Grammys. Yeah. They, they, they are the Grammy. They can hook you up with any night show. 
So if you if you get signed to Rock Nation, most likely you'll be performing on every night show. You'll be you'll probably be nominated for uh, whatever Grammy, depending on what you put out. And they just got so many connections. It's, it's Jay Z, so that's a that's a big deal. So if this podcast gets signed to Rock Nation, uh, uh, I'm not a part of it. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Look, hey, we, we have record of you saying that because you named the podcast. Yeah. So if you say that you don't want right. anything to do with it, okay, we got the naming right. Well, then I'm right. from the outside. Let me you know. in. Let me <laughs> in. <laughs> but it, 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 that's a nice segue going into the whole Diddy thing. Like, how far do you have to go to make it? Because even with Diddy, whoever was under Diddy, I'm sure you had to do some things to get your record out. Or like, like what? What? A, what are you insinuating here? What are you implying? Allegedly, allegedly, no. You got. You got. You can't just make claims at legends like that. You got like who's that one artist who had them few hits? The woman who came out just saying all this stuff about Diddy to. Oh, I yeah. know y'all know. Her. I, I forgot. I forgot her name, but we we yeah. actually talked about this briefly. Yeah, she, I forgot. Her. She, she she had a few hits. Yeah, she uh, she actually shared the story about Christopher Williams. I want to say. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. that story. <laughs> I be- I believe that I I slightly believe all that stuff, and I feel like Rock Nation not might have not as vulgar, but. She, you know, you just gotta give a piece of your soul in order just to get what, it. What does that mean, your soul? <laughs> like, I, I feel like you're you don't want to come out and say it because you don't want to sound like a crazy person. But I feel like you're one of those people who thinks that Tab said walk to Harlem to get the Diddy some cheesecake. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you believe that there's some occult witchcraft type things yeah, going on, some and Illuminati I think. Shit. <laughs> We're still talking about the Illuminati. <laughs> yes. You think that they got to do some kind of ritualistic sacrifice yes. in order to get on Rock Nation yes. and get all the endorsements they yes. get. They have to do you some gotta, kind of satanic ritual. <laughs> <laughs> I See, I said it. I knew you wanted to say it. <laughs> I said it for you. I've heard but this I'm, theory I'm, before. I'm trying to feed my family, so I gotta feed my family. So hey, yeah, I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> me didn't change your sound, all that. I, I'm all about the sound. And props to y'all for representing these local artists who's trying to get their sound out because yeah, that's what it's about. Not losing yourself. But I feel once you sign on that dotted line, a piece of you just dies. And rock maker. <laughs> that's, that's what I feel. I like you become way, way bigger, <laughs> yeah. and more successful, and famous. But yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> remember, sure remember back in the day, people used to always complain about how Jay Z is the devil worshiper, and and when he say hove, that's what this means. And yeah, this is the Illuminati symbol. Yeah, yeah. That's the Illuminati, <laughs> all seeing eye. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Rocket, Rocket will come out with his stories later on why he go up for him so hard to this day. I mean, I, and I could talk because I'm a Jay Z. I was a Jay Z fan, but you'll tell your story later on what rib you had to give Lim. <laughs> no, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> Look, if I if I would have sold out to Jay Z, we we've been trying to sell out to Jay Z. Okay, Let, let's be honest. We've been trying to get on title. We've been trying to get in the Rock Nation brunch. We've been trying to sell out. Okay. We haven't gotten a chance to. So as soon as we get a chance, we definitely gonna sell a piece of ourselves. <laughs> Not physically, but we're gonna sign that dotted line and we're yep. gonna get 
all these commercial spots when we gonna be bigger than Ebro uh, and we Peter gonna, Rosen. We gonna have to sacrifice somebody in our family or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like damn, Aunt Jenny had to go. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, who, who were y'all listening to last year? What was y'all favorite rap uh, album and who are y'all listening to now? Uh, I mean, this year, what has come out? It's been kind of slow. I really like that um, Currency album. I've been playing that nonstop as of late. Um, Currency album produced by um, Alchemist. Uh, Can't go wrong. Yeah, that was a a really good album. Um, I'm still listening to Gunna album a little bit, but it kind of died down. (laughs) It died down for me. I, I was definitely yeah. I was definitely hyped for the for the album because it came out the first the first week of the year. Yeah. But uh, I only play a few songs off of that now. Yeah. Um. I can't think of. I already forgot what came out this year. Was did anything big come out so um, far? Not really. I know we've been waiting for that Pusha T album. But this year, I really can't think of anything else. My memory's bad though. Maybe we. I, yeah. I remember we reviewed a few things that I liked. That's the that A. Man, we getting up there. <laughs> I know, right? Dementia setting in, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit, I, I remember we were talking about that uh, at my best friend's New Year's Eve party. We wanted to play the new the song of the year when it came down to it. What the hell was the song of the year last year? Did we have one? Wait, because everybody was saying it was uh, <laughs> Who Won't Smoke With Me? Who Won't Smoke With Me? Yeah, yeah, probably that. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Okay, I was like, song of the year yeah. i don't know i mean if you're talking about street like it's i think we're past the age of a song of the year at this point yeah you yeah. know like music is so there's so much music being released yeah. and there's so many different pockets of hip-hop like you had the biggest street hit and who wants smoke by nardo wick is definitely like the biggest street single yeah but you talking about like mainstream it had to be something by drake or yeah somebody of that nature so yeah, I mean, it, I think we're definitely past the sound song of the year. Yeah, you know, there, there's really no one song you hear everywhere like yeah. it used to be, you know. So I don't know. I think it's interesting how, you know, we talked about it, too, how old songs are overtaking new songs now and old songs are getting played more and getting more billboard charts than new ones that are being released. So Give interesting era, man. What's, yeah. a, what's an example? What old song came back? Um, no, just in general. There's been articles oh, yeah. about it, about yeah. how basically, you know, uh, uh, people's listening habits, they're basically listening to more old music now than ever. Yeah, you know, sure. when you it used to be, you know, the top mainstream hits would be the only things you see on the charts, getting yeah. this, getting the singles, all the sales, but now it's kind of reversed. I, so, yeah, I think, interesting stuff. Yeah, I think, um, and this is probably a perfect transition too. I want to ask Jules about this. But um, I think part of that have to do with the verses. I think just watching verses and going back to old songs and seeing how their strings skyrocket the next day because it's like, damn, everybody's still on that high. So they listening to uh, whoever was performing. But uh, I wanted to ask you, what was your favorite verse? How you been feeling about these verses? And what what was your favorite one so far? What's what's the ones that really stood out? Well, hands down, the one that kicked it off, well, still one of the best is Erica Badu and Jill Scott. That was that was a whole <laughs> vibe because I was a big fan of both of them. Uh, well, and the interesting part is, um, 
and I, I was definitely, oh, I wanted to talk to y'all because that was definitely my input. I, in high school, I was Jill Scott, but versus, I had to go with Erica Badu because she was just whipping out some. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. But the latest one, I like the, um, uh, I did like the Keisha Cole and Ashanti one. I don't know if y'all saw that one, but that I one was did. good. Too. I was I was a little disappointed in that one because of how it came down because they're supposed to be on stage together. Yeah. And um what should we call it? Uh Shanti the catch a COVID. And I feel yeah. I feel like that kind of fucked the whole vibe up because you you could tell Keisha Cole actually wanted to be on stage and perform. Yeah. And now she's sitting in a little seat in front of a camera yeah. trying to yeah. came super late. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? Yeah, so that kind of that kind of fucked everything up. But how how did you feel about the um the Gucci Mane versus Jeezy? Oh my gosh, I <laughs> thought that was I didn't like the way Gucci straight clown Jeezy to me, like on some real type street shit, like to wear hands. Like I think he disrespected him in a way. I didn't like that. And another one, I was trying to think of the rap ones. Two Chains and Rick Ross. That was a good one for me, but I didn't like how Two Chains was getting in his feelings about not doing a song with Jay Z. Like it seemed like he kept bringing that up. Now I know I ain't got a song with Jay, but I think that changed the whole vibe of it all. Because at the end of the day, it's fun. So the Gucci and Jeezy, I think that got a little bit too personal. It was cool because you brought it back, but it got real deep to, to the point where I was like, "Ooh, it was some cringe moments for me." Uh, but another good y'all probably won't agree with this, but another rap one I liked, Soldier Boy and Bow Wow. <laughs> I actually enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, th- I did too. I thought that was cool. I, I think I think what people be missing about these verses is the p- actual performance. And yes. you know, they was performing, they was entertaining, it was yeah. funny. So I, I enjoyed that a lot more because to be honest, I didn't like the two chains and Rick Ross one at all. I felt like really? I felt like it was a little tension there. Um, you could tell Two Chains was a little um, irritated, and yeah. uh, Rick Ross at he at like he didn't he want to be there. So, but you thought that one was more tense than the Gucci and Jeezy? I thought that no, one was no, tense. no, no. That one was tense, yeah. but you could tell Ross didn't want to be there. I think oh. I, th- I think he was li- I think he was a little irritated that he was doing the verses with um, Two Chains. I felt, I, felt yeah. like, I felt like he wish he could have been against Jay-Z or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> because he had like he ain't even been there. And then he mentioned like, oh, yeah, I got way more hits than this. It's, it's, right. It just seemed like he didn't want to be there. So I didn't really like the energy in that one. But He probably, um, felt, he probably felt belittled because if you think about it, my gosh, Rick Ross got a huge catalog. Like you didn't realize he, oof, he got a big catalog so he got some he got some big time features too so yeah but um yeah i yeah i like the i actually like the soldier boy and bow wow one i thought that was entertaining that kind of took you back to the millennial days so i thought that was well needed the gucci bandana i forgot all about that song shit i was like okay yeah i forgot about that one but yeah that was straight that was that was it reminisced it brought it back so I think about the top of the dome, it's been a lot, but those are the the few that I can think of for sure. <laughs> With about three six versus bone. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, Memphis all day, I was three six for sure. They should do an MJG, a MJG, and maybe who? Uh, uh, 
They can't do UGK, of course. Who could go with MJG? Uh, Bun, Bun B probably. That's probably the Bun, yeah. Bun B solo. You yeah. gotta be well. Even like, like let's be honest. They're not big enough to do a versus a ball MJG. <laughs> what? Like, not not. Yeah. They're not like they're under. They got underground classics. Yeah. But to do a versus, I, I, like I don't, who who would they really go but, against? But see, well, I didn't. Know, I didn't think three six and Bone. Could I'm like no, nah, Bone Thug went had platinum albums, uh, three six, yeah, had big yeah. huge hits, yeah, you know, no, nah, that 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 yeah. made a lot like eight ball MJG like we know of them. It's true, but, true. and see, yeah, true. I, I think they're still kind of underground. I think early on they could have definitely did it, but now they got that Triller back, and I think Triller oh, yeah. Triller want to see some stars. I don't think they want to, yeah, they don't want to bring MJ uh, eight ball to the table. <laughs> I yeah. think they, see, I, I think they want to see bigger stars. What can bring the crowd in? Because I don't know if everybody will be tuned in to this one. Yeah, and see, and that could be my problem where I'm getting up in age. Because back in my day, it's like <laughs> I want to hear the real hip hop to where when you sell your soul to Rock Nation, it's like, okay, you're still out. <laughs> yeah, maybe there that's all. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but no. That one was good. Three Six and Bone was good. I really liked the Snoop and DMX. Man, rest in peace. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. But uh, who would you go for, Rocket? Who was yours? Uh, my favorite one was Method Man and Red Man. Yes, that, that was, was really good. well done. That was a good um, one. Yeah, that was just a that was true hip hop, like the essence yeah. of hip hop. Like it was just classic songs, classic verses, them going back and forth. Great dynamic. That's what the verses should be. Yeah. You know, they're they're competing but having fun at the same time and just I don't know, they're two legends to me. Yeah, so I enjoyed it a whole lot. But I thought you would have liked the uh dipset. Uh what was it? The locks and dipset. I liked it, but for like the wrong reasons. Because I was a dipset fan. Of course. And they got and I honestly didn't know that many songs from the locks, but they the dipset got murdered. Like yeah. it, it was completely embarrassing to watch. Um, and they ain't been the same since. Like I can't even play their music the same no more. It don't hit the same. So why? So what did you like about it? You said you liked it for the wrong reasons. Because it one of my favorite groups got destroyed on stage. <laughs> like everybody looked like a clown up there. Wells, Jim Jones, Freaky Zeke, who was drunk as hell dancing. I don't know what he was doing. And Cameron, who would do a song and then disappear for 10 minutes. Right. Of course. It was a mess. <laughs> it was a mess. And yeah, it, it could have been much better. The locks, like respect to Jada Kiss and all them. They did, they they was rehearsing. Like they, they came it. prepared and they killed it. But yeah, the dipset didn't even try. <laughs> it was like watching a really bad boxing match where somebody just wails on somebody for 10 rounds and then it yeah. just ends. So. And that's and, and that's what it is. It's being prepared for it because Gladys Knight, she took the bar. Like when her, when she came out and started singing live, now everybody's trying to start doing that. And so the old school, the only old school I didn't really care for was Osley Brothers and Earth, Wind and Fire. I, was I like, actually yeah. thought that one was okay. No. I thought that one was okay. You know what was really bad though? Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills. <laughs> that one was awful. <laughs> it was awful. I thought it would have been Stephanie Mills and Anita Baker. 
Yeah, I don't think Anita Baker will do it because she's a, yeah she's she's a whole different kind of diva. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Shaka Khan. I, I'm a Shaka Khan fan. Like I'm a real Shaka Khan and Rufus fan. Yeah, but she she was. I don't know what she, she was, was on. Forget. It was a mess. It was a mess. It was bad. She was, was out of her mind. Clothes yeah. too tight. It, it was just. It was bad. <laughs> it was yeah. bad. I it agree. was a mess. It was a mess. You were Figgy Go. He disappeared on us. I so. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to. He dropped out for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. He might either either be having technical difficulties or somebody came in a room or something. I don't know. But yeah. should we gonna keep it rolling? Uh, one thing I want to get back to you, of course, since we have the female guest again. I want to do some what a bro knows type things, man. Okay. I want to know what you feel about these certain relationship things going on, and I kind of want to start with the whole Kanye. Pete Davidson, Kim Kardashian thing. Mm. Uh, now, what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on, I guess, the ex rules? Um, you, do you think it's romantic if an ex tries to get you back after y'all break up? And what line is too far? And how do you feel? Do you think Kanye has passed? Because I know you're a Kanye fan. All day. So what All what day. team are you on? Are you team Kim and Pete or are you team Kanye? It's hard because Kim and I are both, which we share the same birthday. We're both okay. October 21st, Libras. So it kind of makes me nervous the way she moves because for her to move so fast from Kanye, it's like, did you actually really love him like that? Did you actually really care Wait, for him? Wait, define, like define fast. Like, I feel like their marriage is probably on the decline for a long time now. Indeed, indeed. Okay, well, then that brings up another question. And maybe that can go into what a bro knows the question. Uh, what is too soon to move on from a divorce, you feel, as a male, as a bro? So, I mean, when you're, if you're talking about a divorce, that's probably meant you've been separated for months already. Mm -hmm. Maybe a year plus. Because mm -hmm. a divorce takes a long time to process, usually. Yes. You know, especially if you have a lot of assets like they do, you know, and you have more income and you decide how to split things. I don't think they even had those kind of issues. But, you know, Kanye and Kim had been sliding down. We saw the tweets when he was talking about, I've been trying to get a divorce from Kim ever since I saw her with Meek talking about prison reform <laughs> or whatever, quote unquote, prison reform insinuating that she was cheating on him or whatever but that was years ago yeah you know so i think when you're getting a divorce you've already been separated so i think as soon as it's final i say it's fair game at that <laughs> point because number one we know how y'all women are y'all don't want to because I, I, I think i asked you too i think i've asked uh, several women on the podcast now and y'all say y'all wouldn't date a married man even if he was getting a divorce. It had to be finalized. And yes, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and just a circle back, big, like, <clears throat> we're talking about Pete and Kanye, Kim, and we're just, how soon is it to move on? Because, like I said, I'm, he asked if I'm really Team Kim or Team Kanye. I'm Kim. Like, we share the same birthday, so I feel like we can kind of relate in some things. So, but it, it's like she kind of moved on too fast for Pete, so I kind of feel bad for Kanye because I am a Kanye fan. But I agree, like, with Rock, and, and a guy just got me that way, 
a few years ago. I was dating Ooh. a guy. He told me he was divorced, but come to find out, separated. Papers wasn't even filed. No, man. You don't need to talk to me until it is divorced. <laughs> See, that's not fair. Why? Because that takes... If, if, is that not okay. still in the Bible? Like, is that... Are you not... I mean, premarital sex is supposed to be forbidden too, but I'm sure you're having that. So I mean, are we just picking and choosing what we follow in the Bible oh, now? That's no, no, <laughs> what I live. It's just that I don't know. It's just yeah. I try. I'm very straightforward when it comes to that, man. No, we don't need to even be conversing unless you. It's final, or at least the papers <laughs> that's, are See, that's not fair because that takes so long to do. Yeah. Yeah. Separated. If y'all living in different places, I feel like that's as divorced as you can be without having it actually legal. But if you if he was living somewhere else from his wife, yeah, she had yeah. her place and he had his, that means it's done. <laughs> that means yeah. it got to a point where y'all even living in the same place no more. So that means it's done. That means it's only a matter of time until it's finalized. Before? But I don't think you should. Like what what before papers are fi are fi filed? Yeah, yeah. See, see, my parents they um they technically never got a divorce, and they've been separated for like almost uh fifteen years now. Same wow, yeah. They've been separated for a minute, and my mom moved on. She she had a man and all this other stuff. It didn't really yeah. connect to nothing like that. But they both moved, and they still both separated. They still kind of cool, but. They separated, man. It wasn't nothing like wow. it wasn't nothing crazy. Where it's like, oh, this is a married woman or this is a married man. They, yeah. they both moved. Uh, my mom moved out, and that was it. Well, this is the thing that's and even with having baby mamas, baby days, what have you, is the chance of them possibly going back. So with the papers not being filed, I can get it if they've been filed and it just takes time to process. I'll date you with yeah. that. But if they haven't even been filed yet, it's like at any second you can move back in with but, them. But see, I think wait, 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 wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Because okay. You could they, they could still be messing around and have a finalized divorce. You, if if you're dating somebody who had an ex-girlfriend, he could always go back to her. Always. So what is the difference between that and oh he could go back because it's not finalized? Well, any guy can go back to their old girl at any time. Finalized to me is clarification that is over. Like it's to me. To me, like that, y'all are at least moving forward. Now, so do you, th do you think when you get a divorce, it's illegal for you to see that person again and have a relationship and have sex again after you get divorced? Well, I'm, I'm haunted, <laughs> by the way, because my mom was cheated on by my dad. So when it comes to marriage and stuff, I, I, I'm very like, it was embedded in me. So I'm real yeah. like picky on that. And so when it's unless it's finalized, I'm just like, ee, ee, ee. and that's but that's the risk you're taking dating someone with a baby's mother. For me, is mm -hmm. you can always go back, always an ex can always go back, and I have a history of exes always going back. So no, it's like, well, what, yeah. what do you what do you do to push them away? <laughs> that's, um, a, that's the question. That's a, a million like, dollar question. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. Like, <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Nah, I'm sure but, it's your fault. 
<laughs> it's always my fault. So. <laughs> but no, I don't know. It's just that's clarification for me that maybe it's moving forward that it got finalized. Going back to Kim, it's just how soon is it? Because because yeah, for Kim, it's like, have you always had a thing for Pete? And now saying that it's moving forward. Okay, let me just hurry up and hop up over here. How long have you been seeing this guy? But wait, it, it's not like she's the only one though. Kanye been with Julia Fox. Yeah. And now he already with the Kim Kardashian clone. <laughs> I don't even know her name. I just know she looked exactly like Kim Kardashian yeah. did about five years ago. <laughs> so nah, I mean he's moved on too. He's right. out here doing at least Kim ain't doing photo shoots with Pete Davidson all on him. Uh, now she is. They're Instagram famous now. But they're uh, Instagram uh, official. Instagram official. Yeah, uh, official. But, not, yeah. but they're they're not taking like sexual pictures together oh, yeah. in a no. restaurant like Kim and Julia Fox were. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if you want to get disrespectful, I feel like that's way more. In terms of hey, it ain't finalized, but you still right. making it known that you with this new girl. So and and mm. to answer your second question, it's it's like what R. Kelly say, which is the realest thing. When a uh -oh. woman's fed uh -oh. up, uh -oh. when a woman's fed up, yeah. it ain't nothing you can do about it. So Kim <laughs> was fed up, and I completely feel like she's done. When she when a woman is fed up, it ain't nothing you can do. And Kanye been doing some crazy stuff, moving right next door to her. Dude, that don't matter. When she's done, she is done. <laughs> and I hate it for Kanye because, I mean, he's not wrapped too tight. And Kim knew this about him before she even got with him. But it's just, to me, with a relationship, you know how this person is. It's all on how much you can deal. So you knew Kanye was like, this is just, she. I guess she just couldn't take it no more. So we it's a mess I, I think Kanye should stop because the whole deal Hughley and Nora mm -hmm. Noah's it's just getting out of hand and to making it making him look really crazy but I feel bad for him I definitely do definitely do because I mean that's that's like you guys what if y'all was just so in love and y'all are doing anything to win her back you no, after all you that shit y'all done talk to talked about her publicly she should take you back after that. Like, yeah, that's my point. Like, if you, I wouldn't expect you to feel bad for me if I was like, if I was telling you, man, I'm done with this bitch. She gets on my <laughs> nerves. I just want a divorce. I'm done with her. And I was crying a few months later talking about, I just want my family back. You look at me like, nigga, you just said you want to get rid of this girl. But he's and now you're trying to get her back. He's bipolar. Nah, that's that is <laughs> only gets you so far. Is that true? That's cute. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, did you see the Kanye documentary? I did, and you I like enjoyed it. it. Uh huh. Yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, and very nice. Yeah. So I, I like seeing um him and Pharrell's relationship, and especially oh, yeah. with Pharrell. Pharrell need a documentary for sure. And NERD, I was a huge NERD fan, so that documentary should be sick. So yeah, yeah I did. You, did you? you? Yeah, you can see. Yeah, we liked it. We liked it a lot. You can see Pharrell hey. stealing from Marvin Gaye in real time. <laughs> hey, real quick, I don't want to interrupt, but um, we got Jasmine in the building, man. Hey, Jasmine. Hey. She was in the hey. she, uh, she was in the neighborhood. She just stopped by, so she hopped on to say what's up and 
No. Happy 200. Yes, happy 200th episode, Gems and Juice. Jules, I'm so sad I don't have my laptop so I can finally meet you. It's been so <laughs> I know. Around to the camera. Let's see you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she about to come on over. <laughs> hey. hey. Up, girl. Yeah, it's nice to meet you finally. Hey, Rocket, it's been forever. Mm, a minute. I mean, it's yes. Been a minute. <laughs> Yes, happy 200. Props to you for props to you to, for keeping it going as well. Happy 200, man. It's a collective effect. I heard y'all yeah, yeah, getting on with that controversial hoodie on. You know what? <laughs> we are just for you. Just for you. I knew you was gonna say something about it. <laughs> man. No, appreciate it. Appreciate it. First, let's do a little quick check-in with Jasmine. How you been doing, girl? How you I'm how you holding good. up? I'm good. I'm going to try to make more effort to be here more often. But you know me and Figgy be doing stuff behind the scenes. But I'm doing right. well. Uh, mm -hmm. DJing has been going really well. Thing, so, yeah. you know. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I'm a DJ. Yeah, Jules. I'm a DJ girl. So, if you need yes, me. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, yes, wherever you at, let me know. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we need Yes, and I will definitely pull up for yes, sure. Okay. We, we need more female DJs. I just uh, got a friend, female DJ, who moved from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We need it. So for sure, whenever you got your set, yeah. I will definitely pull up. Let me know. Yeah, well, um, oh, also for the... Out of the country, because I'm going to cast the but I will okay. be willing to drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not free, I mean, if you're not busy on the 29th, I know there's an event going on at um, Bar 5015. They're having like an all female uh, me versus me type of uh, showcase. Yeah, okay. So if you're free, I'll hit you. I'll hit you up off off the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. Uh, is it only females allowed in the venue, no, or no. only females competing? No, no, they're not competing. It's like a, it's a, they're um ending. What is it? They're ending Women's History Month, and just doing a showcase of just all women DJs and just providing the vibes for that night. Is my understanding. So anybody okay. can show up. Rocket, let's be okay. friends. It's, it's, is heckling allowed? No. <laughs> no, I'm not, not doing it. Well, I'm not going to heckle you. Um, oh, no, I'm not DJing. I'm just going to, I'm going to support. I'm not a part of the oh, actual okay. showcase, but I'm I'm excited for it, though. Okay. What's, the, what's the location? Uh, Bar 5015. So yes. if y'all want to pull up, Rocket, come on. Like, just come on. Let's be friends. You know you don't on. ever. I'll come down. All right. Come down. If y'all want me to go, I'll go. What is that, the 29th? What day is that? I think it's a Tuesday or a Thursday. It's it's a random day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be doing goofy shit during the week. 29th <laughs> is a Tuesday. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll make an effort. I, yes. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. Right, we don't right. need any Rock Nation supporters. <laughs> no, look, look, you got, you, got, you need somebody to keep it real up in there, okay? It's good to have the whole podcast family together. It's been so long. Oh, yeah. Been so long since we talked to both of y'all. So great to have, you know, people. I think people don't forget we have females at one point <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. good to have y'all. Good to have y'all. Appreciate it, Jasmine. We're going we gonna, to we gonna link up soon. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll see y'all later. But thank y'all for having me. Happy 200th. Y'all keep it. I know it's going to be a good episode. I'm hearing y'all getting into all this Kanye stuff. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's good. The, the lovely Jasmine joining us again real quick. 
Um, yeah, so yeah, that's the entire podcast family right there. We got the yeah. original matriarch Jules, and we got uh, the lovely Jasmine coming in as well. So that's the history of Jim Juice podcast. It's been us four holding it down for 200 episodes. So, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah good, good, good to have the whole family we back. Yeah, as well. So, yeah, woo-woo. <laughs> I'm gonna walk Jasmine yeah. out real quick. I'll be back. Okay, all right, <laughs> okay. All right. Keep, keep the conversation going, man. This is 200 no, episodes. We're no, we gonna, we gonna keep it going, we're gonna keep it going, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, another thing I want to ask you because I've been seeing these dating, uh, conversations going on on the timeline and i see a lot of debate going on between who has it harder in the dating pool women or men Ooh. i see a lot of women talking about how hard it is to date a black man in this day and age because they want somebody who's educated and this is a real tweet i saw mm. educated they didn't say money but you know they're implying that especially mm. when they say educated Mm -hmm. educated no kids not homophobic um i guess that's a deal breaker for them <laughs> and uh some other things as well but they're, they're saying that it's very hard to find a man who matches at least those that's what they call the bare minimum hmm. and uh men are also saying you know it's difficult to find a woman a good woman these days you know you ain't going to find, look, there are certain things we're just not going to find anymore. You're not going to find a woman that cooks. I've, I've accepted. Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> you can find women who can throw something together. And I'm talking about you ain't going to have a home cooked meal when you come home from work Okay. <laughs> type woman. <laughs> so those things are out the window. But there's mm -hmm. also, you know, it's hard to find a woman who ain't talking to a bunch of guys who ain't living on Instagram. And like, look. What? You what? don't think so? A woman who talks to a bunch of guys. So women are women are I hear it. Women are really players out here more so than men. You're saying? I think so, yeah. I think the roles have kind of reversed. Absolutely. I think men, men talk to a lot of women, but I feel and actually this this was a study I read, actually. They they found that the morals have kind of reversed where the men are looking to be monogamous. And the women want to be polyamorous or whatever with a bunch of men or at least entertain several men at the same time yes. where men are kind of like, you know, they kind they more want the, the one woman who's going to be down for them. Right. Huh. So who do you think has it harder in a dating pool, women or men? Do you think I mean, you you cuffed up now, so you technically out the game. But <laughs> do you, who do you think has it harder? That's a wise. That's that's a good question. Uh, I honestly think maybe men do. Mm. I think men do. Thanks to the Me Too movement. Mm, okay, I want to hear this. No, because I'm always about for this, man. Ever since the Me Too movement and uh, at the end, women being more educated. I, or not I don't know, more educated, but have a, there, there are more women getting the education. I feel like this whole theory is going out that we don't need a man. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's like the Jill Scott song, man. Um, I can do this, I can do that, but at the end of the day, I still need a man, and that's not being publicized enough. I mean, we have uh Women His Appreciation Month. It it was even one year to where I think the BET Awards was dedicated towards women. It, we had all these women shows, but where's the uplift on men? Because y'all still need to be uplifted out here as well and show support and. It's twice as hard. So I, I, I'm i going to go up for y'all on that because I definitely think the narrative has been changed to where now women, since we are, we may make a little bit more money than whomever, we feel like we have to be the breadwinner. It, I even spoke with someone, one of my coworkers, his ex-wife was upset when he started making more money than her. That is so weird to me because growing up, like the man was the breadwinner. They was, mm -hmm. the, yeah. So why would it upset you that your man is making more money than you? That is so and bad. She liked, she liked the control. Yeah. <laughs> she liked the thought. See, cause now she, he, he probably feeling himself. Yeah. He's like, damn, I don't need this girl no more. I could actually <laughs> go bring another woman in here now. And that's, mm -hmm. and that's what it is at the end of the day. Um, you guys, y'all love, y'all want to feel wanted. Y'all want to feel wanted. So for us to push y'all away because we might have the education or what have you, I think, yeah, it's harder for you guys because we walk around as if we don't need a man when really we do. So <laughs> I think that's mm -hmm. But I got to throw this out here, and this is one of my questions. Mm -hmm. Why? Is this weather broken? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going into, well, uh, I asked Jules, who has it harder in a dating pool, men or women? Hit him with it. Hit him with it, Biggie. You gotta play some. Uh, I'm gonna I'm play a little music bit, but um, come on. I can't find your intro. I need to find yeah. your intro. <laughs> okay. My thing is, like, why do men not approach women? Why is it hard for men to approach women nowadays? It seemed like the older gentlemen, the old school cats, mm -hmm. maybe 45 and up, will approach a woman. But our generation, young, uh, they'll see somebody they like, a fine woman they like, and will not approach her because they're scared of rejection. Why is that? You, you good, just answered the question. question. You just answered the question. You did. <laughs> scared and, of rejection. And not, it's not only just that, scared of rejection, plus with another thing, too. Y'all have trained that out of us. Y'all have told us that is wrong to cold approach. Y'all call that harassment. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all do. Yes. Look, been many, if you're on social media like everybody is now, well, a lot of people at least, you'll see all these videos of people getting called out for catcalling women. And yes, yeah, so I'm not talking about the ones that go way too far. You know, people who are stalking women. That's scary, creepy shit. That's different. But there are dudes who just try to holler and then they make a compilation of all the guys when a woman a good looking woman is walking down the street and all the guys who try to holler at her and like some of them go too far like i said but some of them are just saying hey you know typical like it might be a corny approach but it's harmless and that goes in the compilation of see what happens to women when you go outside <laughs> so we see that and now we're like okay yeah i don't want to be bothered apparently so why would I cold approach and take a risk of, you know, bothering somebody or making it? Because I feel like women, everybody's extremely social, socially awkward now True. in general. True. We all live on the Internet and we would rather date through a 
dating app than actually meet people in real life. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And that's the issue. But why not try it? You will never know unless you try, right? Okay, you can at least try, and if you get rejected, okay, I mean, I don't want her. I mean, but if you would never know unless you try. And, that's and that's what gets me because, okay, and, and no this, no shade, but if you want a woman to support you or back you up or be submissive and, you know, be the man, then why can't you even do that step? Nowadays, we have women proposing to men. Why are we yeah. performing man roles? <laughs> 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 like, y'all want us to, to, to holler at y'all. What? <laughs> what? But y'all want, the, y'all want the submissive and, you know, what? It's so but, backwards to me. It's, it's so funny you said that about the women proposing the men. Because every time we see a video like that, it's a whole bunch of women like, oh, I would never, I would never. Clearly, it's some people that would do that. Some women that would really? do that. Because I keep seeing these damn videos. At first, it was like, uh, there's only one person doing it. And, you know, you can find, oh. yeah, a broken clock is right twice a day or some shit. But <laughs> I'm starting to see more of these women doing this, man. So I'm a little worried. <laughs> yes, because they have, the, the, the women are gaining the courage. I guess they smell themselves with the money or what have you. And they feel that they, we can just take on men roles and it's certain women we can do anything but it's certain things i just do not want like to hear uh what's her name boris doris uh do play by play i don't want to hear that you don't, you don't like doris <laughs> burke no 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 come on no, i don't Come on, man. Just because she a woman, she knows oh, what she's talking I, about. Dude. Now, now the all female <laughs> broadcast teams, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But George Burke ain't hurt nobody. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Leave her alone. She, <laughs> she when she did the Buffalo's game, she did the Buffalo's game like one time. I'm like, dude, no, not football. I can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Football was bad. Oh, I, no, I, football I know, I know she did. I know she did football. She did. Yeah. Yes. She did a Buffalo game one time. And I was like, oh, no, I cannot do that. <laughs> Stick to I the can, NBA. Yeah. Like, come on. But yeah, it's like y'all, y'all want that. Y'all want to feel supportive. But at the same time, y'all are afraid to approach us. So already you're not starting out too good. Yeah. Look, y'all, y'all, the problem is y'all making it hard. That's the problem. And you touching them with the whole, and I want to say the Me Too thing. I don't want to go there. <laughs> but just the feminist movement in general has become more of women just want to do what men do and not just what they want to do. Because I feel like some of, these, some of these jobs women are taking, like, was it really your job, your desire to be a football coach as a kid, as a girl? Like, I don't know, maybe. But like some of these things, I feel like. To prove a point yeah to say hey we can do it yeah. which you can do whatever you want but doesn't mean you sh- it's yeah. a thing you really want yeah and i think the problem i have with that too is it's it's a fact that uh men are stronger than women physically stronger than women you know what i mean so i just don't i don't like them you know i, I don't want to see women trying to play football 
or get on the same field with these grown ass strong ass men and to yeah. me yeah like i'm not saying they can't do it but some stuff physically is best not uh, is best to be separated like i don't you know i'm a big tennis fan i don't want to see serena williams taking on name whoever male tennis player I, right. I think it's cool for it to be separated like that but it's it's nothing like we can't do anything but it's nothing like a man who will go out and cut a tree work or just to start <laughs> <a friend. laughs> it's nothing like it to make the approach to have the courage so i mean if if something of as far as getting rejection stops you what makes you think that y'all can just carry us through with everything else like, but the thing, like it's not even just rejection like i think most men think that women don't want to be approached period hmm. in public but it's still so, that you're thinking but you it's know, because oh. of what we've read from y'all like yeah. this is what y'all be saying i hate when people bother me when i'm on a subway when most <laughs> women walk around with headphones in number one so to approach somebody <laughs> when you're cold you got to tap them on the shoulder Say, yeah. hey, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to take you out someday and yeah. then have to deal with that. So you have to jump like it. We're, we're not a, a culture. We're not a society that promotes cold approaching anymore. We used to be. People used to go outside all the time. Yeah. Now motherfuckers stay indoors. They're scared <laughs> of COVID. They're scared of whatever. They stay indoors, you know. And when women do go out, y'all go out with all your girlfriends yeah. Or with your other man. Mm -hmm. So at what point when single women don't just go out by themselves usually. I know you do, Jules. I do. Different. Okay, you you're different, okay? Yeah. Most women I, don't go out by themselves. They just get I on dating out, apps. Yeah, I go out and I love to go out, have my beer and watch the game. Well, now since I'm taking no, but I used to and it would be older men. Like, did you? 50 and up but <laughs> our generation it's like they're not going it's like yeah. why and i don't understand that but y'all want us to be submissive and be wifey and all that yeah. stuff and i can't yeah. holler at us what's going on we, we just want we just want to be loved that's all men really want that's we just it. want to be loved okay it's tough it's, it's hard enough as a black man on these streets you know we don't <laughs> gotta be fighting our black women too <laughs> tab said i'm right see tab see what i'm talking about he oh said, rocket God. is right women don't want to be bothered y'all will not yeah. know if she wants to be bothered unless y'all try and then what is your approach rocket like how do you like, approach them Number you must one, because you're the only ten I see. Like, what's your approach? What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Get out of here with that Will Smith. Approach? That's a Will Smith Fresh Prince of Bel Air line, man. Are your feet tired? Some goofy <laughs> shit like that. Uh, I notice you notice me. I just want to put you on notice that I notice you too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What is see, and that's the awkward thing like the pickup line is considered corny now too yeah like so e e like even if a, as a guy walking up to a woman trying to say hey let's go out that feels awkward period because we're not really like i said we're not in society that promotes that kind of thing anymore but some you know? people could be corny and some women can be corny and they find it know. funny yeah. and if you get a if you get a laugh out of them so that's yeah. true that yeah, is that's, true that's once true. you make them laugh yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. If you get that laugh oh then 
Yeah. So, and see, the other problem is when you see stuff on social media like, oh, this guy just said hello to me. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, damn, like all the man said was hello. Like, how is he supposed I, to talk to you? And then, I, and then you see other tweets like, uh, if he if he cute, I might talk to him. If he ugly, I'm going to uh, say he, uh, it's harassment and call the police. It's like, what made me want to talk to you now? <laughs> it's funny you said that because I actually saw something like this that happened like last week or maybe a few <laughs> days ago. Uh, a TikTok went kind of viral. It went viral for the wrong reasons. This girl was working out at the gym. Well, working out, not really. She was posing by the mirror. And the TikTok, you know, in that automated voice, robot voice said, when you just want to take pictures at the gym, but some creepy guy who's old to be your father or maybe have a daughter your age looks at you instead and checks you out. And they showed a dude behind, like he looked for like a half a second. (laughs) And she was trying to make him out to be some kind of creepy guy. And she ended up deleting her whole TikTok and her old social media because everybody came after her. Dang. Yeah, but this is what women be doing for attention sometimes, man. Yeah, they be trying to look for creeps, and, and whenever they get one, they want to blast it on social media. This man had a family, I'm sure. Yeah, had kids and everything. He was put on blast by this girl who was trying to get engagement on TikTok. Yeah, so he, he probably like, what the fuck is she doing with the camera out? Yes, <laughs> P- poking her ass out trying to take a picture. <laughs> like, and I'm I'm a guy who I look I look at everything at the gym. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. Or sometimes, do you have you ever been in a situation where you look at a certain direction, but you kind of zoned out? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then somebody be like, "Hey, what?" You, and you be like, "Huh?" Like I wasn't even paying attention to you. I was I was in a whole nother world. I was thinking about if I was if I was rich, if I had a million dollars right now. <laughs> like, I was so not paying funny. you no attention. It is so funny you say that because my guy now. He say he thinks I'll be peace watching is what he call it. He say my eyes like kind of looks, but I just I don't do that. I'm like, do I like? Uh, can you do that? But you you're not even like looking. You just zoned out talking to somebody, and then I don't know. Can you even peace watch the women even do well, that? Well, you're you're, you're a little shorter, so maybe <laughs> maybe your eyes just naturally go there <laughs> by oh, eye level. Man. I ain't but that. it's like uh no okay. <laughs> But, I, I won't even deny. I, I will. I will look at asses all day, but it won't necessarily be no pervert shit. I'll be like, damn, you know. I'm, I'll look at it like I'm appreciating art, you know. Oh like, my god, that's a nice it's ass. Same, just same. go along my day. Same here, man. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. we be out. Me and my wife be out and about. I'm like, damn, that's look at that ass over there. <laughs> that's a, that's nice. I'm like, don't look. Yeah. Don't make it look obvious. Like, just kind of turn slowly and look. Oh she she do the same thing too. Sometimes she be like, "Damn, you ain't yeah. see that ass." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you got it. Fine, it's fine. But so, y'all have no problem with a woman asking you guys is out. Well, I'm sure y'all taking, but uh, but you know, a woman asking a guy out is nothing. I, like I'll admit, like if a girl asks me out, <laughs> I'll assume something's wrong with her, just because. It's why why are you asking men out? Yeah. Like period. You just said that y'all you would you approach her? <laughs> I, I I would okay, here's the thing. Men, we want to approach, but we want it to be known that you're welcome to the approach. <laughs> kind of like if you're a lion, a male lion, 
and you see a, a female lion probably poke it out or something. I don't know. Do something to it. Like, so just so you know, like, I, I will approach a girl, but I would want we, to know we look first for the, that we look for the green light. Yes. When you give us the her, green her light. Look to me speak. up and down. Yeah. Her be like, mm, damn. You know, yeah. give some kind of nonverbal communication that is okay for me to talk to her. Yeah, I think I think the green light too is uh hey, how you doing? If they acknowledge you, then yeah. it's like, okay, I, hey, how you doing? How's your day going? That that kind of give you the green light to at least talk. But some okay. women don't even look at you. Some some they might look real quick like you a nigga in the middle of the mall trying to sell something. And if they just keep walking like that, then it's like no chance. But if they actually When do they look at you? Like they might not notice you. You know, like when are they supposed to look well, at? Well, then if you probably not in the space to be approached. Yeah, yeah. If you're not even like, because that, like I said, most women walk around with headphones in their ears. I've never heard of so, them. Right? They do. <laughs> I think every body do. Oh my god, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. They do. <laughs> they do. They walk around like, and you listening to music or whatever. Like, so it's awkward to approach in that situation mm-hmm. when you're in your own world. Because like me personally, I guess, yeah, you'll never know. But me personally, I tend to view things the way I view them sometimes. And like, usually I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. In any, in most circumstances, I just don't want to be bothered by anybody. So that's how I, and that could be a mistake because a lot of people don't, don't mind, you know, random conversation with strangers. I don't like talking to random people. I don't know. Unless they funny or entertaining and most of them aren't. That's already two things. Number one, you can't expect everybody to move the way you move. That's true. Number two, like, I was, I, shoot, I just, I just done lost it. But yeah, you can't expect that. <laughs> and then number two is just like, I mean, you got to let her know. Just, you just, you just yeah. never know. Unless you it's try. tough. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough finding a good woman in 2022. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But um, on the. Oh, you're losing for recipes women, for the women. Uh, yeah, we got to deal with uh-huh. y'all have it. standards we don't put on y'all. I'll say that much. Oh, that, one, that thing I've, one thing I've noticed a man can never list his standards on social media oh. because he always gets flamed for it. It can yeah. be the most basic things, no kids. Yeah. For some reason, it's it's a bad thing for a man to say, "I don't want a woman with kids." Yeah. But women can say that all day about men, and it's okay. Yeah, that's that's the thing though. Nowadays, should we lower our standards? Not lower our standards, but maybe just dumb them down a little bit. Because in twenty twenty two, everybody's gonna have a kid, right? It's it's slim pickings out there to not have a kid so what if you have this great guy but he happens to have a kid all right is that an automatic deal closer i I feel like i don't i'm not gonna say you shouldn't have standards but i think everybody should be open to anything yes you know i think what's most important is how a person treats you how you're treated back how they make you feel and all the other stuff is extraneous you know, you can work around having kids or not having kids. You can't work around a guy being an asshole or not, or yeah. a guy not doing things for you or not taking you out or not giving you like whatever you think is really important. 
Yeah. Like, I think that's more important than the artificial things you see first. Like, oh, he has kids. I can't date him. Yeah. Oh, he ain't got no money right now. So I can't date him. Like, you never know what people are going to do. But it's mostly got to be about, you know, how how they treat you and how they make you feel. Same with men, too. You know, I don't think we have many standards or expectations for women, period. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we just want y'all is ass fat. Okay, we in there. That's all we really care about. Let's be yeah. real. Okay, so if a guy isn't used to like moving and hustling and making his own money by 35, is that something he could pick up? <laughs> okay, it's I think it depends. If if you see a guy is struggling now, but he's trying. I think that's a, a good thing because at least he's trying. Not everybody's going to have everything figured out, even by their mid-30s. You know, if you're trying, let's say a guy's in school and he got like a part-time shitty job. You At least he's working towards something. Now, if the guy is like in his mid-30s trying to be a rapper. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, can, you can let that go because he, he just clearly ain't grown up. Uh, yeah. But. All, all of us struggle sometimes, man. So I don't like the whole thing with money and just a guy ain't got no He can't $200 dates, you know. No. He, he can't spend $50 on a date for me so we can't be together. Like, all right, man. And that's and, and I don't mean to, like, just give up your standards or lower your standards because, no, go for what you want because you plan on spending the rest of your life with this person. So go for it. You should go for what you want. But certain things like that as far as the money-wise and kids and stuff, we might need to just... Mm, just because you want love, love might come in any type of form, and <laughs> so you gotta pick and choose what to deal with and what you can't deal with. But but I but this is the uh, uh this last third question that I'm gonna ask as far as uh dating. Um, do you believe it's possible for a relationship to work with two different educations? Like you might have went to school and they didn't. Do you think that's possible of working? Because I, women are saying that it's nice to get a man who has the same education as you. So, uh, it's always- so just regular, like a, a regular degree and no degree. Yes. yes. Uh, that's look. That's right up my alley, and yes. uh, it's definitely possible because shit. I just got my high school diploma in the mail like last year. But, yeah, congratulations. But, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but my my wife. She went to college. She got her degree. And to me, it, it was a little rough, man, because I already felt self-conscious because I didn't even graduate high school. And now it's like, damn, like whenever I'm around her family, everybody got these degrees and I'm, I'm a nigga with no <laughs> no high school diploma. Yeah. And people ask, oh, yeah, when I went to college, when I went to college and then I, I don't have a college story. So yeah. it's a little it's a little bothersome but that was for me personally but i think if you got a good job and a good career i i think that don't even matter and i'm sure your wife never made you feel less than or no different right see this is the thing she and she hate when i bring this up but sometimes you know i'm not the best speaker in the world so sometimes i pronounce some shit wrong Right. And she and she always try to correct me like, oh no, it's this. And I'm yes. like, oh sorry, I don't have a high school diploma. You got the degree. So she hate when yes. I do that shit because she feel like she like, oh no, you're smarter than that. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but, especially uh, when you go out 
telling people. It's funny because that's the situation I'm in. Like my guy, he didn't even graduate high school. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and you know, I got college degree, but stuff like that, it's like, hey, that's something you can deal with. If you like them, you like them, man. And it is what it is because you can work towards something like that. My auntie didn't graduate uh, high school, but she went back and got her GED, and now she's a VP HR and she's making six figures. So anything is possible. Yeah. If that can happen, yeah, it's just certain things you just got to nip in the bud. That money stuff can come. It's just yeah. who they are on the inside. If they if they a natural born hustler, they're gonna be rich regardless. So yeah, it shouldn't be financial more. So that's the, that's one thing I think when us as women should tone down on a little bit. Like all we gotta have is now because it, it goes back to I think it was Twenty One Savage that said this like. If a man supports a woman who doesn't have money, it's cool. But a woman who supports a man that don't have money is shitted on. And that is true. That's one of the double standards. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 21 also says it's okay for a man to have a bunch of women because at least he's hunting. You know, it's not okay for a woman to cheat because that's not natural for y'all. So that's what 21 said too. If you quoting 21, go all the way. (laughs) It's okay for men to cheat. I'm like, hey, I agree. I, I used to have a starting five, okay? Like, <laughs> starting five. <laughs> See? The main one, and then it, yeah, one who takes to the movies, whatever. I mean, that's what it is. I'm giving little tricks to the girls out there, so. <laughs> <laughs> you, you getting free meals, damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> About the education thing, I'll say, you know, I've dated women and I graduated college, of course, but I've dated women who didn't have that education and did. And look, I can get along with anybody, you know, as long as their feelings are there. Men can't cheat. We diversify. I like that. I'm like, y'all use that from now on. But I will say, man, like, I think there's a communication that it's easier to communicate when y'all have a similar education level. Yes. Like I'm talking to a girl who went to nursing school and it did all that. So she, you know, we, we communicate on the same level, mm-hmm. you know, now I've dated women who haven't gone to college, have barely graduated high school. And it's like, there's just a barrier there, man. It's, it's, we can't, re- we, we don't really talk the same sometimes. Like, I try to be the asshole that figures this, like the the whole I correct your language. But sometimes your grammar is so bad, I gotta say something, <laughs> you know. And, and then like they, they feel no, you don't. <laughs> I try not to, man. I try not to. Men are the only ones that bring value to. Uh, are we becoming a Kevin Samuels podcast, <laughs> dude? We have a yo. lot. It's a lot of random ass comments on here, hey, man. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we're are we the new fresh and fit <laughs> in the world hey hey nah i fuck with patrice o'neill subjugate those hoes <laughs> nah I, I feel that i feel, I, I follow the towel of patrice o'neill as much as i oh can realistically God. but damn we we done became a new kevin samuels podcast up in here man yeah. what's going on this might be our new avenue here <laughs> but yeah uh i think look communication is a lot easier when you're at the similar education level mm-hmm. i'll say that much you know it's easier to text somebody like I, it's easy for me to text a girl who you know went to college and you know 
use correct punctuation and shit. I don't get annoyed. That sounds very judgmental. I mean, I guess, man, but like we're being real here. Like, look, <laughs> do y'all, y'all know, like, I don't I don't want to feel sound like a dick, but go let's ahead, say go off. Go off. <laughs> like, have you ever talked to somebody who's just clearly not on the same education level and don't really know a whole lot? Like, it's kind of a, hard to talk to them, right? Like, yeah. let's say you're talking to somebody who, like, I don't want to say like a janitor because I don't want to, you know, say all of them are dumb. But yeah. like, let's say somebody at, at, at the building you work at and you're trying to communicate about something. Kwame Brown sent us. <laughs> hey, 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 real quick, man. Shout out to everybody that's listening right now. Yeah, we getting absolutely. a shit ton of comments, man. 200, happy 200. Shit. So, somebody, somebody sent, somebody sent y'all. Who sent y'all? Because we getting a shit <laughs> hey, ton now, of comments. Somebody, Kevin Samuels is a queer like a Broadway cowboy. <laughs> Are y'all friends with the... <laughs> <laughs> I see. You're, see, okay. Here's we go. So you're saying that you would not hit on a hot woman because her education level. I definitely would. We're talking about dating. We're not talking about sex. Go you on. Know, men, go we, we, had, we know men are dogs. We know men are dogs. <laughs> but look, I'm talking about dating. Talking to somebody the same you know, every single day. It gets annoying when you're talking to somebody who who can't who can't text, mm -hmm. who can't. You know, don't y'all don't watch the same movies or understand the same things. Maybe she likes reality TV trash all day, and you're trying to watch like National Geographic or some bullshit sometimes, and she gets mad at you for watching shit like that. That shit kind of matters in the relationship, man. Let's yes, be real, it, it does. does. It does. So that does. I think it does in in the long term kind of matter, but you can work things out. Well, yeah, because yeah. that's the thing. Like if they don't have the education. <laughs> <laughs> I only hit on dog. Where the fuck these people come from, I, man? Dude, I don't know, man. They just <laughs> they. <laughs> if they don't have the education, they want to be willing to learn. They have to be willing to grow. If they're not willing to grow and rather and have that sorry communication, then no, <laughs> there's no there's no choice on that. There's no win on that. But they have to be willing to want new things and try new things and. Yeah, but mine he kind of he kind of looks side at me because he it, it drives me crazy when he say conversate and I'd be like mm -hmm. it's converse. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> things like that, things like that. Like but we'll work on it. <laughs> you can't have it both ways to suit your needs. That's that misogyny, sir. Like, look, I'm saying I give love to anybody. You know, I I don't care if you don't didn't graduate high school or got your master's degree. Like, look, if you cool, you give me love. We can talk, but let's not act like it's more. Di it's not difficult when you're at two different levels. It is. She don't need to be a rocket. Y'all ain't lying. But I'm, I'm like, let's be honest with ourselves. It does matter in dating. You know, it, it's harder to communicate when y'all at different levels. Let's be real about it. Yeah. So Piggy is one, sounds like. You said what? It sounds like it's two against one. Yeah. All right. So, uh, like, ask me the question again, so I can give you a Bas right answer. Bas basically, we're arguing whether education level matters in dating. Whether you uh, have to be in, in, at the same level okay. of education to okay. date yeah. or get along, whatever. I don't. I don't think so. I think with yeah. me personally, it was a personal thing because I felt self conscious because I didn't graduate. 
But um, it was no problem. It was no problem. I think as long as you got your career, I got my career, and she got her career, I think everything is cool. But if it was a situation where she got her career and you don't have anything and you're not trying to do anything, then that I think that that's where it would be a problem because it's like, damn, dog, you're not doing nothing. I'm I'm out yeah. here. I'm out here busting yeah. my ass and, you know, going through school and trying to better myself. And you're not doing anything. I think that's when it would become a problem. Exactly. If they just doing nothing completely, oh hell no. But if you if you didn't get your education, you gotta be out here at least working, <laughs> doing some type of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it can't be both. Oh <laughs> hell no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> but it's either one or the other. So because I mean, guys, some guys with education, they might not have that work ethic to where they can be the smartest man in the world, but they don't know how to go out and make a dollar. So what, what, why, so, why do people keep saying a hat? I, I don't know if they talking about my hair. Well, I, I think they think that's a hat you're wearing, this, man. This no, is that's Tiggy's actual hair, y'all. Come on now. Yeah, this is Come not. On, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, y'all. Chill yeah. out. Chill out. Be nice. Be nice, people. <laughs> we can debate. You ain't got to make fun of people. Come on now. Let's be yeah. nice. So as long as your woman is hot, educated, you will be in the kitchen and will be in the kitchen. I didn't mention the kitchen. <laughs> Look, we, we already have accepted the fact that women don't cook yeah. no more. Yeah. Like we yeah. we've gone past that, man. Ain't nobody saying get your ass in the kitchen no more. Come on, yeah. no, we making our own yeah. sandwiches now. Yeah. <laughs> it's twenty twenty two. All right, real, uh, real quick, we. Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you got the last word. Take the last word because I'm a transition. Okay. Um, I will say like. Okay, if they do, even though they do know how to cook, this ain't the 1970s, 1920s. We it's 2022 to where you can cook too, right? You can't, you can't just expect her to cook, even though she can cook. Can it swap out? Is it okay to swap out? Maybe I don't feel like cooking one day, so you can cook. Is that okay? No, it's, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Like, look, there's no nothing against that. Like, look, I'm just saying, like, women act like we expect y'all men are expecting women men women to cook all the time and we know that era is over you know (laughs) you know we in a two bitch better come on man (laughs) (laughs) like let's let's not be captain you ain't got a cap you ain't got a cap all the best cooks (laughs) (laughs) all right let hey real quick let's bring another guest in we got another guest this guy is making his first appearance on the gems and juice podcast and i think we all pretty cool with this guy Let's bring going my man, Paul Gallant. Hey, Paul, Paul what's up, man? What's, what's up, up, guys? I'm dabbing right now. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun to dab. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Are these your fans you're bringing into this podcast, man? No, we got a lot of... <laughs> Listen, I'm at home. I figured I may as well be super professional and come in with, uh, with the little home studio set up in my shitty apartment. <laughs> we got we got a whole bunch of comments going on man and um usually it's only one person commenting but tonight let's see some random ass people so i don't know if we going viral or what but yeah man we didn't we didn't got the whole kwame brown uh, kevin uh-oh. samuels come on man <laughs> what an aggressive question to ask again. i know man <laughs> I'm gonna leave it up to you to decide for yourself. Hey, look, we don't, we don't, we don't judge. Are you from NYC? <laughs> what? No, no. Bro, look, look, we getting off track with these yeah, comments, man. Yeah, we ain't man. getting trolled no more. Y'all done trolled yeah. us enough. Let's get back on track, man. <laughs> Thank ain't you ain't for no listening. more trolling Thank going you for on watching, here. Though. 
kind of, I kind of like Ken of the North saying, ew, a white. I mean, he is. <laughs> I am very white. Nice. Come on, man. Stop. Stop. We, we we are nice to our Caucasian brethren over here, man. So <laughs> yes, let's let's talk to Paul, man. Our 200th episode. We never had you on the podcast before, actually, man. We meant to have it happen. But yeah, we got the great Paul Gallant, who is that yeah. fresh in Houston again, got his own show on ESPN radio. Yeah. And is doing big things, man. A big sports day, too. Uh, you've been covering this whole Deshaun Watson thing. Oh, it's it's yeah. funny because you you left one crazy quarterback situation in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson just left. Right. And now you're in Houston in the midst of this whole thing. So first off, man, uh, personal checkup. How you been, bro? How, uh, how How's Houston been treating you since your I, return? I've been very good. I mean, Rocket – you know me and i think figgy you're generally aware that i enjoy the nightlife and i think houston's nightlife is better than anywhere in the country (laughs) especially in comparison to seattle which is a very anti-social city (laughs) so it's been great to be back i came back and somehow stumbled into a job my new co-host vanessa richardson is a lot of fun shout out to vanessa and yeah i just get to be goofy on the air and there's somebody who actually gets my goofiness so we'll see how long this one lasts given radio but uh, it's been a whole lot of fun yeah we're glad to have you back man I, i've checked out the show on twitch y'all stream on twitch too um great setup you got over there great to have you back man we missed you in houston on sports radio for sure was hurt when you left we're glad you're back man so somebody said, go Syracuse, of course, yeah. of course. We suck at basketball, though. <laughs> made the tournament. We've got a bunch of fucking Bayheims. God, it's awful. <laughs> the whole team. Have more babies, Jim. <laughs> now, Paul, now, Paul uh, I'm, you say you're a nightlife person in Houston. Is there a yeah. single nightlife? And he's, are you single? They oh, yeah. I'm it? single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sadly single. Very sadly single. I recently got taken off the market, so I understand. But yeah. I just never really just dove into Houston's nightlife, single life. So it does exist out there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for, I guess, we whites, uh, <laughs> it's a very small pond. Everyone fucks everyone else. Uh, I'm in a group of friends where there's been a lot of... Uh, What's the word? Incest, I would suppose you would call well, it. What? Uh, not like actually. <laughs> oh, okay, talking okay. about, right? I, I, like, you yeah, know, like no, friend on friends, and now yeah, all of a sudden you yeah, you're hanging out with your you. friend. Yeah, I went to an engagement uh, this summer of two people that way back in the day I was sort of in a love triangle, unbeknownst to me, with. You know, good Man. friends with them. I don't care. <laughs> so it's uh, it's a place where I think just like any city now, uh, dating is hard especially yeah. when you get into your 30s because you get pickier you don't want to deal with the bullshit and right. i think a lot of people are just going to give things like one date or two date and if they don't feel then they're not going to put up with trying a third date or a fourth date and stuff like that so um yeah uh it's it's been definitely uh an adjustment coming back but it's definitely at least an open market as opposed to seattle where no one wanted to interact with each other yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> So what are the other differences, man? Because we know the whole thing that happened in Seattle with, you know, oh, yeah. the time you were, <laughs> you ended up on Tucker yeah. Carlson Classic. because of your tweets. <laughs> so yeah. re- returning to Texas, like, 
has that been a culture shock to you no. at all to go from Seattle and see what the like, you know, the mandates are all kind of repealed now. But back at that time, you know, everybody was still wearing masks. There was vaccine mandates to go in public places to Texas where, you know, you wouldn't think anything happened in the past year or so. Uh, has that been a culture shock coming back here? Dude, they just repealed mask stuff. Like, I think this week. I'm not even oh, kidding. Oh, wow. And I, after living, and I've lived all over the place. I grew up in Boston. I went to high school in Florida. And, and then I was here in Texas for eight years before I went to Seattle. This is the most, compa compared to all those cities, normal political everything scene that I have been around, which is saying something, obviously. But if you go to Seattle, I mean, holy shit. It's just so far in one direction to the point of intolerance that it's a little bit concerning. I mean, I've told you this, Ryan. I got pushed into conservative talk radio, yeah. even though Tucker Carlson <laughs> shit all over me. Like that's, that's what Seattle does to you, in a nutshell. Yeah, I, I was actually in Seattle for my birthday, and I, and I actually hit you up. And, you did, uh, yeah, and um, it was so strict, man. It was really strict, man. Yeah. As far as the mask, yeah. like I went to go get a rental car, and so we get in the car, and uh, you know, how you got to sign out and show the lady your paper or something. All like they wanted me to put the mask on in the car. I'm like, damn, I'm like, I didn't know it was that tight. But it was it was super strict, man. I'm like, damn. You'll see people driving around with masks in their car often. Yeah, and I it, and I know Texas been getting shitting on over the whole pandemic. Oh, but absolutely. at that point, I was like, man, I can't wait to get back to Texas. <laughs> hey, I visited Texas a couple of times, and I just didn't tell anybody up there. And when I got back, I got tested the first day to make sure I didn't get anything along the way, and I was negative every single time that I went to go get tested. And I was relatively safe, but I wasn't super safe. But I never told anyone that I went to Texas and Florida a lot during the pandemic because that place just stopped being fun. Imagine you move to a new place. You want to have fun. You want to meet new people. You want to go out, do things. And it just totally shuts down for two years. And now it's, yeah, it's rough. It's really rough. I'm glad I'm gone. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so I have a question for all you guys. Is Houston a great place to live or a great place to visit? Ooh. I, I would say it's a great place to live. I mean, I, I say both. Like every time, every time I've moved away from Houston, I always come back. Yeah, you know, and I've only been around like I, I moved to Austin and I moved to Corpus Christi, uh, one for college, one for work, and I moved back instantly. You know, like every time, I I got sick of it. You know, yeah. Austin is kind of like a mini Seattle in a way. I feel. You know, people there were really getting on my nerves. Um, so, well, uh, Roger, that's not hard to do. So, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, it, it was just, yeah, Houston's a great place to live for me. I mean, it, yeah. li reasonable living rates and yeah, more social life. Uh, to me, I would say Houston's a great place to live generally. And you, I, I, I'm sorry. To, oh, sorry. I never know what to tell people to do when they come visit. I'm always like, well, come get drunk with me or eat with me, but I don't, unless something like the rodeo cook-off or something is going on, yeah. that I, I never know what to say. So I, yeah, I would say live. Yeah. yeah. I, I've been recruiting everybody to move down here. I got my sister on board. My sister's supposed to be moving down, I want to say at the end of the year. 
And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm getting a whole bunch of people to move down. I'm like the Houston unofficial yeah. Houston ambassador, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, when yeah, you come yeah, down, yeah. we got to go here. You could go here. This restaurant is good. Make sure you check this out. I'm all on board, man. You got to get all the women in town away from Deshaun Watson up in Cleveland. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah speaking man. of which, speaking yeah. of which, yeah, because. Yeah, Figgy's bringing his family down from Cleveland, and uh, one of our own, our franchise quarterback, formerly, is moving from Houston <laughs> to Cleveland. Um, so you know, I, I, I don't, I doubt you had time to talk about this on your show, um, no, because it happened kind of later in the afternoon. I know in the loop, guys just missed it like an hour after the show ended, so we got Figgy's thoughts on it. But what are your is your immediate reaction to the news about Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland? and the package that the Texans got from the Browns for that. You know, the package is the package. Uh, I'm just glad it's fucking over. You know, <laughs> Figgy, I can't even imagine you still being in the radio game trying to think of a way to talk about this for the last year. Because I've only been doing this for a month now that I've been back in town, and I want to shoot myself every time <laughs> I, we end up talking about it. It's like, will Deshaun Watson go to the Falcons or Saints? We did that for three days in a row. And honestly, this was the entertaining part. Like all the other legal stuff, we planned the goddamn um, court hearing and all these legal terms and lawyers want to call up. And, man, that was probably some of the worst radio I've been a part of, man. That's right. Like it was was really law and order, like the original law and order, (laughs) not SVU. (laughs) This was the original <laughs> Law and Order, man. So damn boring. Man. It's a bunch of Charlie Cullies from Always Sunny in Philadelphia pretending to be lawyers. Like, well, according to Bird Law. Shit about what we're talking yeah, about. If, yeah. if I never hear another a lawyer on sports radio this oh. year, and like enough, uh, we, we got to break. First, we got to hear the press conference. Then we got to break down what the press conference means in legalese. Yeah and translate it for us to realize <laughs> is he going to play this year or not like it's yeah i know it, it got absurd they never stopped talking either they, yeah talk to a lawyer no offense to the lawyers out there but y'all like to talk more than me oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, yeah they, 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 that's your job man but so were you were you surprised that deshaun watson chose the browns and yeah. were you surprised that the browns got him I was surprised at first because I thought they were out. I really thought the Falcons had him because Kyle Pitts, who has the same agent as Deshaun Watson, had tweeted out like, watch out, here we come, Atlanta. (laughs) But then you saw the contract that he got. I mean, Jesus, $230 million guaranteed? And apparently that's $80 million more than any player in NFL history has gotten? Yeah, I would take that too if I'm about to pay a huge amount of that in settlements in civil court and to rusty harden for making things as convenient as possible for me along the way it's about the money yeah yeah i mean it seems like that i I was honestly until today i thought it was about where he wanted to live and that's why i thought because he went he wanted to go to miami in the middle of the season even though they were terrible so I figured it had to be the living location. But, yeah, the fact that he went to Cleveland proves it was about the money, I feel. Where would you guys rather live between Atlanta and New Orleans? Atlanta. If I'm rich, Atlanta. If I'm my level right now, New Orleans probably. Oh. Yeah, I, I'd say Atlanta too. Mm-hmm. 
I would say Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I love Georgia. Yeah, I lived yeah. in Georgia for ten years, so I would definitely move back if I needed to. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so crazy because um, sorry to get off topic, but Deshaun, wow. man, Deshaun My Watson fault. is from Georgia, so it seemed yeah. like it was just a match made in heaven. Like him going back, he worked. He worked for the Falcons. He was a ball boy. Yeah, so he was a ball boy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking like this is a perfect story. So I was man, I almost damn dropped my phone when I seen that news. I'm like, what? I'm like, I thought they were out of it. I thought the Browns was out. Yeah, same here. I mean, we we got to talk about it. So I, I was filling in on the uh, show after me, and we were legitimately just wrapping up and bullshitting. And the guy in the show that was coming up next, he came in studio and he was like, "Breaking news! Breaking news!" And I was like. And he had a look on his face. I was like, oh, the trade must have just happened. And then he told us. And I was like, wait, Cleveland? Are you fucking kidding me? Because he had a look on his face. And I was like, oh, he's, the look sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly, when I read on Twitter, I thought somebody got hacked. I was like, there's no way. After we all these reports were just wrong, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, we had been taking on this roller coaster just from the end back with the Browns, <laughs> who was the first team out, we heard, according right. to Twitter. So. <laughs> yeah, crazy times, man. And in other quarterback controversy news, you know, you came from Seattle. Uh, you had to cover the Seahawks for a whole season. I always wanted to go back because I remember when we did the show together, used to shit on Russell Wilson all the time. <laughs> and now I wanted to go back and dig up some audio and say, hey, remember when you said this, Paul? You're covering the team now, but I never did. But <laughs> I wish you did. <laughs> Honestly, because... When I first came up there, I was like, on the field, I love Russell Wilson. On the field. And I would never go any further than that. (laughs) And, dude, I got here, and I always did wonder why so many of the guys that he played with in the Legion of Boom hated his guts. (laughs) Richard Sherman, Doug Baldwin on the offensive side of things. Like, there's a lot of players in Seattle that – just don't like i mean this is a great quarterback why is that the case it's a weird thing it's not like it doesn't happen in other locker rooms but this one seems unique as far as the way that people dislike him especially compared to his public persona over the last two years i understand why and it's not like he is doing bad things it's that he is me 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 my legacy I want to win. Always thinking about himself and his brand. I'm convinced that he and his wife, Ciara, that they want to be this A-list celebrity couple. And if you watch them, yeah, they got people following them around in Florence. And they're like slowly walking through a courtyard with cameras everywhere. And there's a way that they do it where it's borderline desperate in my opinion, like to get to this level that they're probably never going to reach. Like Ciara has reached her peak. And I think Russ has reached his peak based off of the way he's played over the last year and a half or so. So that's always been a little annoying with him. And he was too, I think much of a coward because he wants everyone to like him to put his name on a lot of the things that he was saying behind the scenes via Colin Cowherd, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, uh, Adam Schefter. 
his agent, Mark Rogers, was throwing barb after barb after barb after barb at the Seahawks. And the Seahawks, who will lie themselves from time to time, like all NFL teams, never, ever acknowledged it, ever. And people are giving him shit because they, during their like post-Russell Wilson trade statement, they made clear in three separate statements, while Russell made this decision, while Russell made this decision, and people were calling him petty for it. And I was like, man, they should have told him to go fuck himself. And to not get sacked 45 times a season, half of which his fault in Denver when he goes into that division and he's playing against the Kansas City Chiefs and all those teams, Justin Herbert and stuff. I, yeah, he. But why is, but Paul, why does that be like that? He took that team to a Super Bowl. Like he, 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 it's not like Deshaun Watson. He, he gave his whole career to Seattle, basically. Forced his Why way out of town. The, that's what everybody does now. But is that cool? Like, oh. it was it okay? I gotta call out your boy, uh, Mr. Perfect Tom Brady. <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> Why is he fake retiring and coming back? Like, what everybody's a diva now, fire. man. Yeah. Everybody's a diva right now. No doubt about it. And look, to be consistent, you're right. Brady is being a diva, Aaron Rodgers is being a diva. They're flexing, and honestly, you see all these players in the NBA doing it, like James Harden. And the Rockets, like little <laughs> bitches, just say like, oh, excuse me, sir. Yes, go wherever you want. We'll take nothing in return for you. You know, like that That was terrible. Um, but in, in, in this situation, if Russ had actually been a little bit more open about it publicly, I think I would have been more okay with it. But the problem was he was always winking. He's like, well, no, I'm not requesting a trade, everybody. <laughs> you know, that might be a fun story down the road in – in my book, you know, but I'm just here to win. And the reality is that I'm here to win. And winning is what I like to do. You know, I named my child win. Did you know that? And uh, yeah, that's what I like to do, win. <laughs> but to be fair, you covered the Brock Osweiler years in the Texans. <laughs> yes, Was true. Russell Wilson on the Seahawks that bad, man? You covered some truly awful Texans. No, some of the worst years in Texans history. See, the thing that made up for it, there's a difference. There's off-season Russ and there's regular season Russ. Regular season Russ is stupendous. I mean, he was borderline MVP in in uh 2020 and 2019, I think you could have made an argument in the first half of each of those seasons that he was in the MVP conversation. He he was great, but he's starting to slow down a little bit. So we'll see if that stays true in Denver. But off season, Russ, I was told that this is this is what he always is. And when you hear him talk, he talks and he talks and he talks and he says nothing except for the word reality. He'll say the reality <laughs> is the reality, and you know the reality. He'll say the reality like. Seven or eight times a press conference. Yeah, like a Nicasario and relative yeah, two. Pretty much. <laughs> right. he, he, yes, he is, he is right. quarterback Nicasario. Yeah, yeah, relative two football wins, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, um, I got to say, I've been checking some clips you've been posting on, on the ESPN page, man, from your show. I'm disappointed that my hip hop lessons didn't result in anything because you still seem exactly as ignorant about rap music as you were when I first met you. Well, um, you're right. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, right? You had such an uphill battle. Like you were yes. fucked from the beginning. You know. But, look, I, I I put uh Lil Flip, Slim Thug, ESG, some real Houston legends, man. So I'm like, okay. I, I felt like even when we stopped working together, I felt like you were going to be on the up and up. I feel like that was the last rap you ever listened to. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. My problem is I only 
like 90s rap. And it's not to say I don't like today's rap, but I'm not going out of my way to listen to it. Where, I mean, some of the songs that you introduced to me, like uh, Diamonds in Wood, mm. Purple Stuff, like <laughs> I have them on my rap playlist <laughs> okay. on Spotify. Okay. But the problem is, I am just not going out of my way for any genre of music, mind you, to like discover new music. So I'm always listening to podcasts like a nerd. We know you ain't listening uh, uh, to Chameleon there, as you said. Chameleon. Yeah, no so bad. Nah, I bet we'll find some uh, Ted Nugent on your uh, on your playlist hey. now, man. You don't want the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm musically challenged. I can't help it. I I I would. This is why I miss you because you you would help me out. I'll, I'll say this, Vanessa, actually very on top yeah, of the music. I've noticed that. She's I've been setting that. me straight very often. Because I'll be like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't recognize Sierra's Goody song. No. And I, I really know Sierra. Dog. Sierra you know, See, I don't even know her name. You cover Russell Wilson for a season. You talk about Sierra every day. You don't know Goody's, her biggest song. Her, no, her, <laughs> yeah, you don't know song. any Sierra song. <laughs> well, I mean. I worked for the Mormos, so it's not like we were allowed to play the devil oh, music enough. on the air. Yeah, can't be. Yeah, be having that that, that no. boogaloo. What's that? What's, what's that reporter called it? Uh, jungle? What was it? Jigaboo music? Jigaboo, yeah, remember that? It was, what? It was, <laughs> hey, what's, what's, what, what's funny is it was a reporter from Cleveland. She worked for, uh, I think her name was, uh, I forgot her name, but she was, and the, the weird part about it was she was talking about Lady Gaga. <laughs> she wasn't even talking about like hip hop or nothing. She, she like, yeah, all that, that Jigaboo music. Yeah, she was talking to a black guy too when yes. she said this. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I don't know about that Jigaboo music. Oh, oh okay. it was so yeah, here funny, it is. Man. Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, Christy Kappel. Christy Kappel. Yep. Uh, yeah. It, the, the caption on YouTube. Oh, my God. I'm just looking at this freeze frame. So there she is. And she looks like just, you know, your average basic white girl. And her. Black co-anchor is looking at her like, excuse me? <laughs> in like the caption picture, the thumbnail picture that they have. Good God. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Classic white oh, yeah. people. Mm, I say it. I say it. Uh, I'll take a knee like Nancy Pelosi right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Don't go there. Man. Don't go there. Yeah. Uh, with the with the with the kente cloth, yeah, spare us yeah. that. Spare us that, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so shit, man. Plug what you got going on, man. Is the podcast back on? Let us know where you're at, where we can find you streaming. Uh, let us know what projects you got going on, man. Okay, so um, basically, I want to somehow make the podcast that I was doing and then got a little lazy with because I was going through like a little mopey depression deal. Thanks, Seattle. Uh, <laughs> but I'm putting it live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Gallant says every weekday at three o'clock. Won't always be at three o'clock, but that's the target time. And afterwards, 
that same podcast, which you get to interact with me on that and do some of the ask me anything shit that Rocket and I used to do back mm -hmm. in the day, you can do it uh, on Twitch only. But you can listen to it on wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and it's on YouTube too, the entire podcast too. Um, and uh, of course, I'm doing this show on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. It's called Vanessa and Gallant, and it's every weekday from 10 to noon. Other things in the uh, oven, I guess, right now, but one month in, this is what I've been doing thus far, and... Uh, it's it's been a whole lot of fun and um rocket thank you so much for having me on figgy i i, I you guys i miss you guys so much yeah, this, i miss you is, too man we yeah, gotta link man. up again for sure absolutely i'm honored that you brought me on finally too and you, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you know you, you know you're track. the third white person i ever been on this podcast <laughs> yeah yeah oh we gotta name them now we have fred davis the first oh and oh, then it might be four you might be the fourth now we yeah, you. We, we getting up there. We almost in a double. We almost at at five. Just so yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we getting there though. So yeah, shoot. we yeah we getting up there. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you making time for us, man. I know you're busy, man. I know you got going along. But like I said, we missed you a lot. Great to hear you back on the Houston airwaves, y'all. Make sure y'all check out Paul's uh, podcast. Make sure you check out his Twitch stream. Make sure you check him out on Twitter. Gallant says um yeah great content as always man funny guy one of the most talented people working in houston right now so yeah make sure y'all check his content out man for sure thanks guys thanks guys it's a blast <laughs> happy friday happy weekend and thank, you. thank god deshaun's gone yeah 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 yeah, yeah he's yeah, your problem yeah, now figgy hey, i know man David, are you are you truly prepared for the davis mills era paul no. No, <laughs> you're not. You're not part of the Mills mania. Fucking kidding me? No, no. Like we'll see. I'm not going to rule out the possibility that he's decent, but geez, I mean, we are. We have been down this fucking road before. Yes, thank you, man. Thank With you, Brian Hoyer, Ryan Mallet. Remember, we thought that was an actual quarterback yes. competition. Houston, we have a quarterback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, oh, yeah, man. it's sad, man. I th I thought we was gonna get more in the in the trade, but I, I'm yeah. I'm glad he gone so we can move forward and focus on the rebuild, rebuilding the Texans. <laughs> it's only been happening for twenty years now. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. yep. Back at square one, but hey, mm -hmm. nowhere to go but up at this point. Yep. yep. <laughs> I don't even know the Patriots could anymore. Jesus. Yeah. Oh yeah. How do you feel about? Oh, I saw this clip today. I know we we, we were saying our goodbyes for a second, but <laughs> random aside, I saw uh, Ted Johnson, our good friend, float the idea that uh, Bill Belichick could be on the hot seat if he has another mediocre season. Do you agree with that? I love Ted. I think He's when you're biased. in Boston, he hates Bill. <laughs> when you're in Boston the negativity seeps into you when you are in that market and you're almost like trying to out negative each other at all times. So imagine like a souped up version of me, because I'm a cynical, skeptical person. And I mean, I think I would be like Mr. Sunshine and rainbows in Boston. Um, that's not to say that Ted doesn't believe what he's saying. I, I have a hard time buying into the idea though, that Belichick would ever be on the hot seat there, you know, and if there is a hot seat, it's like, hey, they're gonna like 
give him the greatest retirement ceremony of all time on the way out. Mm. Yeah. Would he have a last dance? Would he have a whole documentary? He would have a Coach K bullshit kind mm, of run. Okay. Yeah. 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 Real quick before you go, man, I got to say rest in peace to John Clayton. I just seen. Oh, yeah. I saw that, man. Sad. Yeah. 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 Um, So he was on our show every day at 715. You know, he's basically Seattle's John McClain as -hmm. far as the radio scene there. But obviously everyone's seen him on ESPN. If you haven't looked it up already, look up the espn this is sports center commercial he did oh yeah like classic one hysterical. um so we would get into arguments all the time and i always thought they were fun i think most seattle listeners thought that he hated me but he actually was really nice. I remember whenever we were in the locker room together before the pandemic started, he would tell me stories. We would, he was very friendly. And, you know, when I got fired, he was one of the first people to reach out to me. And I had this awkward situation where my one hour radio show ended up like replacing his daily show at one point. And it wasn't of my own choice. So there was always a moment where I was like, wait, I mean, how does he feel about this? But clearly that was something that was in the back of his mind. And um, his his wife, Pat, is basically the rock of his life. And he has done had done an incredible job taking care of her. And she's dealing with MS, which is for those who don't know, I mean, it's an extremely debilitating disease. And I mean, that guy is as far as husbands go, I can't think of many who would do whatever it takes for his wife the way that he did. Uh, and I think that really speaks volumes about his character. So he, he, and he caused quite the character. Um, yeah, it was something that this week I, I heard that he wasn't doing too well. And um, just a couple hours ago, found out the news. Um, but I mean, one of the best football reporters we've ever seen, but more importantly, that's a good man. And um, I'm really thinking about him, his wife, Pat, right now, and uh, his family. It really sucks. So um, I guess it's my on-air rest in peace. Yeah, no, definitely, man. Uh, I never met him personally myself, but no, he always, you know, seemed seemed one of the most plugged-in people reporting, man. So Mm -hmm. definitely big loss for the industry as a whole. So, yeah, rest in peace, man. That's very sad to hear on an already pretty sad week, you know, lost other legends as well. So, Yeah. yeah tough but shit that's life enjoy what you can take the good things from the people that do pass and try to make them a part of you Mm -hmm. so i can do man just keep on pushing keep on pushing but sorry to end that on a sad note (laughs) (laughs) sorry to end it a sad note man but yeah uh like i said take care man make sure y'all check out this man and his content great great one of the greatest uh most talented people we got in houston right now make sure you check out his show check out his twitch stream follow him on gallant says on instagram and twitter i believe the same handle right yeah it's all just look yeah, up gallant says, yeah, look yeah. Up gallant says. You'll as find, you all said the really white person you'll find a smorgasbord yeah. <laughs> the most interactive radio show in houston i think that was yeah. your tagline <laughs> yeah that that was us. That was the best was tagline. Uh, it was, man. It was. I, I feel like you changed the game in a way in some, Absolutely. in some, because I felt like you, you brought the internet to 
radio, at least in Houston, where nobody else was doing stuff like that. Nobody no. else was doing Ask Me Anything no. yeah, Fridays or whatever. So you brought Reddit to radio, man. It was a dope thing. Thank you. And also created history for me because I was listening to you when the Astros won. And it was yeah. 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 Eight hours of fun. Yeah. Yes, that was awesome. Yes. I stayed up we, all night. <laughs> Who, I know we're we're never gonna get out of here. But I know. Now I want to talk about this. Who, who all did we have on that night, Rocket? Because uh, okay, we had uh, of course you know every Kyle King was on. He was downtown. We had mm-hmm. people like Strokes fan. I know people. You know, hardcore Astros fans. Uh, we also have Bun B on. We, we had ESG on, and a few other people too. I can't remember else, but I remember those at least that joined. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a great night, man. Yeah. Popping bottles, champagne. Yeah, it was yeah. great night. Great minus night. eleven dollar Andre, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classy shit. Yeah. Uh, so, shoot, how you feel about the Astros this year, man? Do you think they're going to keep Carlos Correa? Do you think they'll run it back? It feels like they're the last team in on Carlos Correa. There's been sort of some noise about maybe the Orioles are in or the Tigers, but it's a bunch of loser teams that are essentially in the mix. So I I don't know that also he will be told by his agent, Scott Boris, to sign a deal because I don't think Boris would get 100% of the commission would Mm -hmm. Correa sign this year. So there actually might be a way for Scott Boris to advise Carlos Correa to sign some sort of deal that gives them like one year and then an opt out or something like that. Now, I don't know all of the specifics on that front, how contracts go, but I think Correa is going to be back. And honestly, even though I think it would be probably crazy to pay him, there's a sentimental part of it. But this guy's looking at a camera and saying like Cody Bellinger is fucking blind, essentially like staring at it like a WWE wrestler. I mean, he won my heart forever in that moment. Um, and you know, it's it's good to be back. I, I, I now have a weird relationship baseball wise because I did come to like the Mariners while I was there. Oh no, uh, no, Bob. I'm in an open relationship now. That works, right? Can we I, no, it we doesn't. hate the Mariners, man. <laughs> you you hated baseball before you covered the Astros. Remember I, that. That's true. This, this team made you love baseball. I did. But the Mariners were really fun last year, and I like that team a lot. So um, you're right. I do generally hate baseball. Uh, I will admit, though, it's going to be weird. I I would root for the Astros over the Mariners, but it's going to be weird. It's really going to be weird when those games happen. Maybe I'll be one of those assholes who has, like, a half shirt for both teams. Oh, no. Oh, that's <laughs> only if you have kids on both teams, man. Come on now. I do you have kids on both that teams. As a fan. I have sports radio sex with both teams. Shout out to Tab. He said Rockin' and Galan have this best sports radio show in Houston uh, history. Thank you, man. Here. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, final. Well, uh, I guess we'll end it for real right. this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what though? I mean, I mean, I'm all here for you guys saying like, "Hey, Paul, we love you." Blah blah blah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Innovative radio all over again. Back in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, we we do got love for you, man. Glad Thanks. to have you back in the city. Like we already yeah, said, make sure you check out that man and everything he's doing. Thanks. And let's all catch up in person soon. That'll be great. Oh, for sure. We yeah, for sure. Up, man, we gonna right, link let's up. Do it. All, all right, right, bro. Peace. All right, see you guys. All right. All right, take care, man. Peace. Bye. All right. <laughs> the, the, the.
that's a quite the 200th episode extravaganza, man. I feel like we covered the entire history because I feel like our podcast started when I was working Paul's show, mm-hmm. um, and it would end at like 11 o'clock. So we would record 11? the podcast. That's early, like, bro. Yeah, <laughs> <There's>, yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe sometimes midnight. Yeah, yes, we used to yes. start around one recording o'clock. at midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About that. Wow! Yeah, yeah that, that was <laughs> tough because yeah, I, I I felt bad for y'all waiting for me, but I'm no. like, man, it's the only time we could do it, really. So yeah, we were scared yeah, to record we, th- throughout the day and all that shit. Yeah, we had to, remember that? That yeah, was crazy. That was yeah. yeah, yeah. And then remember the time y'all yeah, got. But then it? again, that that was during a time when the studio was full mm-hmm. and everybody yeah. was using studios. Now it would be no big deal, but yeah, back then, yeah it was different. Yeah, and remember y'all got into it about Jay Z versus Ti. Ooh, top five. <laughs> yeah, you put, you put you put Ti in the top. You put Ti over Jay Z <laughs> just, just to get on the rocket. That's yeah, that's, I remember that. <laughs> I mean, you said something else too. I'll, I'll never forget you called Ty Dolla Sign the Nate Dog of our generation. Yes, which he is. <laughs> He had his moment. Yes. The, nah, the Nate Nate dog had more than a moment. Okay. No, he wasn't popular fine. for a couple yeah, years and then fell moment. off. I don't know where Todd Dallasine is now. Exactly. Nobody does. Yeah. Nate Nate dog had the late 90s through early 2000s on lock. Mm-hmm. You couldn't go nowhere without hearing no Nate dog hook. You can go plenty of places not hearing a Tory Ty Dollar sign. In the in the early what what 2011, 2010, he didn't you couldn't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't yeah. stick out like Nate dog. <laughs> Nate dog. Yeah, he ain't he ain't got no classics. Oh my god. <laughs> and then you saying who you said Rihanna was better than Beyonce without a doubt. Yeah, well, you said you said Rihanna was bigger than Beyonce. I remember that. Not better, <laughs> bigger. Facts. Jules, come on. <laughs> bigger <laughs> mu- musically. <laughs> she Rihanna ain't dropped an album in ten years. She don't sing by like Beyonce, but yes, she don't. Okay, at least you admit that she don't sing. Like <laughs> yeah, but no. Look, Rock Nation. Uh, <laughs> Rihanna, wait, Rihanna, not Rihanna is Rock Nation to stop it. They all Jay Z affiliated. Oh I'm no, with that one. Mm. <laughs> And Rihanna ain't dropping no album no time soon. Yeah, no time yes. soon. Yeah. No, she's dropping that baby. Did it? Did that break y'all's heart to see that she was pregnant? Why? <laughs> I was happy for ASAP. I was like, "Hey, this is this is this is a, yeah. this is a come up. This is yeah. a true come you up." Could, yeah, niggas, you could get anybody you want. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it was that's what I over. said. Any- but you had to approach them. Have the courage to approach. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I had a whole rant about this because I'm like, look, this this should give any man motivation because we talked <laughs> about this. You could argue ASAP is the least talented rapper that <laughs> Rihanna ever dated. She dated Drake. She dated Travis Scott. I'm sure others. Chris Brown. I know he's not a rapper. He's a singer. But he's you could argue ASAP is the least talented artist that she dated. What? And that's the one that knocked her up, got her pregnant. That's because he had to, he believed in himself. That's you all it takes. Yes, Drake is ahead of ASAP Rocky. No, 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 right, but maybe you can back me up, but early ASAP isn't better than Travis Scott. What? Early ASAP. 
early ASAP was what what er, what That's early ASAP project is seeing Astro World? Say that again. What early ASAP Rocky project his is seeing Astro World? His first uh, mixtape that they just put on Spotify. Live Love ASAP. Yeah, that's what got him on. Yeah, that's bigger than Astro World. That's bigger than Sigo Mode. But yeah, not bigger, but better. <sighs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a pretty motherfucker. I'm trill. Uh, swingers and candy paint. Uh, New York shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> see, see, y'all hate on ASAP because he he the one that tried to put the whole chopping screwed on gang as if he created it mm. and he denied. So I give mm. you that because that was not ASAP. But first ASAP, what I thought was better than first Travis for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't even go there. Days before rodeo was better than Live Love ASAP. Oh let's let's be real. It, it was. Come on now. Come on now. And I'm not even the biggest Travis Scott fan. Don't get Jasmine in here. Yeah. Jasmine go off on you for this. Yeah, you see the you see the <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Uh <laughs> Oh shoot, we're, we're at the three hour mark, man. Yeah. So we'd probably go ahead and wrap this up. Um, but yeah, what a great episode 200. Uh, we got raided by some random people, yeah. <laughs> which was kind of crazy. Yeah. For yeah. Like, I, I'm gonna have to do some research. Where is everybody coming from? Hey, yeah. might, it, it happened when we were talking about relationship shit. Yeah. So maybe we might have to bring back what a bro knows. Yeah. Is the most popular part of the podcast because we had a whole raid yeah. of people yeah. chiming in about you know women and men and dating in man's place and woman's out. place. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, I'm down to talk about that. Fuck it. <laughs> but that was just yeah. super random. I don't know where people came from. But yeah, that was crazy. Y'all. I don't appreciate people talking about my damn hair. Yeah, leave leave Figgy's hair alone. Yeah, hey, this, that man got his own style. You yeah. ain't talk about George Clinton when he was out here innovating with the hairstyle. Figgy Fig is our own George Clinton, man. He's doing his thing. <laughs> Don't be dissing on a man's hairstyle. Uh, but yeah, shout out to everybody who tuned in, man. Shout out to all our guests. Shout out to the lovely Jasmine. Shout out to, of course, Jules, the very lovely and talented Jules for joining us again, making the reunion complete. Yeah. Shout out to Paul Gallant for joining us as well. Um, yeah, man, exciting time to look back on 200 episodes. Still hard to believe we got this far, yeah. You know, yeah. now it's time to make it to 500. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> we we got to start doing double time if you want to make it there. We're gonna be 45 years old at 500 at this rate, but yeah, yeah. we better be on Rock Nation at that point. <laughs> yeah, we need a contract. If we still right here doing this podcast at 500. Yep. <laughs> We might need yeah. to evaluate we ourselves. We got kids crying in the background and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I will throw an exclusive party for Rock Nation welcomers all over. <laughs> so, Jules, Jules, if you got an invitation to the Rock Nation brunch, would you go? Hell yeah. Well, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, you better go. <laughs> you gotta go. And you better I take a picture with go. Beyonce. I'm gonna make sure y'all don't give me any drinks. You gotta you gotta sell yourself, remember? You gotta yeah. sell yourself go on the, see yourself. Yeah, you gotta so. go, go in the back room and sacrifice. <laughs> All right. I'll give a pinky. I will do, <laughs> do that. Uh but yeah, shout out to everybody listening, man. Shout out to Tab, of course. We see you in the comments. Love you, man. 
uh yeah everybody who's rocked with us since episode you know i don't even think episode one's on our soundcloud anymore or on our <laughs> as it should well, I took not it down. be nope. yeah <laughs> no, it was bad it probably i think sound we started bad. at like episode three yeah. really but shout out to everybody who listened from day one man we love y'all or people who listen for the first time today you mm-hmm. know man we're just people who you know want to start a podcast about hip-hop and other shit and it turned into this 200 episode behemoth mm-hmm. so we appreciate y'all we love y'all we're gonna be back at it again next week but until then peace <laughs>